What are we talking about? What do you think of Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga and the new people? Well, different strokes for different folks. I make music, so. What are we talking about? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Because I do you look think good. that is? You I look smell good. good. I yes. feel good. And make love good. Oh. What are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? I'm going to say I feel good. Yeah. I mean, how silly is that? I and mean, we're talking about... I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Where's that cocaine? And I said, if it ever was here, it ain't here no more. And we're talking about... Start right off by asking, who are you? Oh, I'm Connor. I'm yeah. from the band called Lefties, yeah. uh, based out of San Diego, California. Sweet. Sweet. And uh, you can be found at lefties underscore sd that is correct i couldn't find you you guys are so elusive <laughs> is that well, on purpose or is that like, i don't know i just <laughs> i can find the individual members of the band i've never really been a fan of like like really closely associating with like my character because like you know i always feel like lefties is a you know or as the fans have taken to calling me papa lefty it's like it's fun it's me but it's also it's like it's a, it's a character and like I'm, I don't like my particular uh, opinion is just that like I don't like seeing bands like always like oh go follow our personal accounts because it's like well you might be a cool person but I'm not here for your your personal life I'm here for your craft and your music and your art or whatever like so like you know if I, if I meet you and I like you then I'll follow your personal account but I've just never been really about like Oh well, if you like my music, you must like me. Like, you know, like if you want to find me, if you That's think I'm cool, like you know, ask me or you know, try and find me. But like, my uh, my personal Instagram right now is uh, Connor Czar, C O N N O R C Z A R. That's my personal. I was thinking. Of, I was honestly thinking of today. I was thinking about um, today. I was thinking about like starting like a like a personal like public figure account like like yeah. to boost my own little ego like yeah. all right well if you insist on finding me like yeah. here i here i am i guess and like well, that's you good. know keep it i mean keep the personal life away from your yeah quote unquote personal life your online persona right life, exactly because yeah. they're not the same and yeah. nobody's is the same nobody's yeah. online persona is the same as their real life persona it's just not a thing <clears throat> it's something that's controlled. It's all, yeah, it's all, it's all a show. Yes, yeah, exactly, which is yeah. fine. But, like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to sit there and tell me that, like, you know, oh, I actually did, like, something interesting every day of my life, and it, I looked perfect doing it the whole time. I'm like, nah, fuck you. Like, post some ugly shit. Yeah, you like, got to show me the dark side. It's like, exactly. people can look too pristine and perfect. For it's real. Like, it, you're either lying to me on purpose or, like, there's like you need help yeah, yeah <laughs> like there's something there's some kind of like problem that like you know people aren't helping you address you know yeah probably a little bit of both. <laughs> sweet um but yeah what's up <sighs> dude i mean what's up lately there's a lot like um we're working on like probably like an album coming out soon like yeah. which i'm you know i've never done not only have i never done it but i've also like sort of like secretly been against it like oh mm -hmm. albums are outdated like yeah i mean they kind of are right like, well i mean like it's made for that like i think it's just the um i don't really know the right argument but it's that, that idea of like you just kind of keep going with tradition the tried and true ways of like what has worked right yeah and it's still kind of you know it's a rule of thumb thing and it's like right. it's going to be 
it's gonna kind of work because it's like a rubric to follow. Yeah, but it's not necessary anymore. Right, it used to be exactly. ne- very necessary. Like exactly. you have to do that. Now you don't have to. You don't. So you can just like, keep releasing yeah. singles, EPs, which is basically what we've been doing. Just like two EPs and two singles, I think. And like, I kind of enjoy like, especially since like our sound isn't. It's not inconsistent, but it definitely, like, all of our songs have a different feel. Yeah. So what I enjoy is, like, you know, if you're parsing, if, 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 you're, if you're taking, like, you know, ten songs that could be on an album that all have, like, different feels, you could take two songs that have a similar feel and put them on an EP, which means you get to take advantage of, like, more artwork, like, more promotional time, like, you know, get people excited for, like, these little bursts of creativity rather than just, like your heart and soul into this huge thing and then you know just for people to be like albums suck you know <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> the whole thing yeah and uh, I don't know and I like I like seeing a lot of artwork and so that's like my main that's my driving force for like wanting to do just like singles and EPs because like I can't decide whose art I like more because I like I hit up a lot of local artists to make our artwork and have ten songs under the umbrella of one piece of art. It's just like, no, I want more. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, that. So that's what's going on. And uh, it's the weekend, so I'm pretty fucking relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, good weather. It's starting to get cool. Oh, it's starting man, to get a little dude. cooler. Halloween. More bearable. Halloween is... Yeah. Spooky season. Spooky season, dude. <laughs> I come out to play. <laughs> what are you going as? Josh recommended that we, uh, the Lefty Crew, go as the Scooby Doo Gang. Oh, sweet! Yeah. And they're making me Fred. Yeah. And well, I think Josh is gonna be Shaggy. Uh, I think Josh's girlfriend's going to be Velma. I think Jordy is probably gonna be. I don't know. All we know is that uh, we're gonna make Brent Scrappy Doo, and. Uh, uh, he doesn't know that yet. So yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna wait till the last because like Josh, surprise, you're listening to this. Josh put it so well. He's like, we're not gonna tell him yet because as soon as we do, he's gonna be like, let me out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's a Scooby snack. Just yeah. uh, <laughs> be happy. But yeah, that'll be fun. I get to wear an ascot, I guess. That'll yeah. be dope. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, be dreamy for the night. Be like all yeah for like one glory. night only. Yeah. I will be dreamy and handsome. After that, going back to being a slob. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Who and where were you at age six? Age six. Yeah. Age six, Connor. Well, I lived in Paradise, California, up in Northern California, which is kind of a rough subject now. Ever since like the entire town burned to the ground oh, recently, wow. the recent fires. Yeah. yeah, and so like people who didn't know where the hell I was from before, now it's like when I ask, they all go, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like I've mourned, but um, that's where I was living." And um, at six years old. Like kindergarten, first grade. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I stayed pretty much the same yeah. from six to twenty-two. <laughs> never um, grow up. Hashtag so never grow up, man. That's yeah. right, dude. I mean, I've definitely had a lot of growing up to do, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I know what I need to do, but I'm still procrastinating the shit I was working on when I was six. Yeah. Um, can I see shit? 
No. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. We have to. Um, we have to censor this. We have to start over. Actually. Uh, all, right, all right. I'll hit the button. Uh, definitely ADHD. No, nothing's changed there. Yeah. Hard time focusing in school. Uh, teachers didn't like me very much. Well, it wasn't that they didn't like me, but I definitely gave them a run for their money. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm still doing that to this day. So honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think too much has changed. Yeah. My hair's a little longer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Always pretty musical? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Just yeah. Doing, like, concerts and stuff in school and, like, oh, did yeah. you do, like, theater, like, anything like that? Or I did do theater. That was my first um, little bit of exposure to performing. And yeah. I would definitely consider myself more of a performer than an actual musician. Like, yeah. I love playing music. Um, but it's not, I'm nowhere near proficient at the guitar or, you know, and I'm not like a trained vocalist or anything. It's just something that I kind of figured out how to do to express that like performer side of me. Um, but I was in Davy Crockett in third grade. I was Davy Crockett. It was pretty legit. That's awesome. And I think my, the first time I ever played with a band live, I was probably like 11 or 12. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah the, like the school talent show, and uh, I've been a hit ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, breaking hearts ever since. That's yeah. right, dude. Almost twelve-year-old hearts. <laughs> Love it. Love it. What about you? Where were you at age six? Oh wow! I was in Illinois. Illinois. Small town, Illinois. Champaign, Illinois. Champaign. It's a college town, so it's like kind of big. It's kind of like Austin, Texas, cool. where it's like um, very liberal college town, cool, hip, and then like everywhere around it is like farm. Interesting. Like country, like very like conservative, you know. That's so it's a very like weird dichotomy where it's like in the city, get growing up, my friends, family, close people were like very like liberal and very like interesting and hip and cool. Right. But the general area compared to like California is very like small town feel, very like conservative. That's feel. cool. Well, okay, how long did it's you? It was a weird, it was kind of a weird upbringing, but. Yeah, I was just like my whole life. I just like went through little spurts of like I want to do this. No, nah, I want to do this instead. I want to do this. I want right. to do that. And the same thing. Just like you didn't grow up for a while. You right. Know? Yeah. Chase dumb shit. Yeah. You know, chase girls. Right. Do, do too much drugs. That kind of thing. <laughs> How long did you live there? Um, until like I was. Well, I went to I went away to, to school. So until I was in high school, and then I went away to Southern Illinois, which is kind of the same thing. But interesting. <laughs> How do you think that and shaped then I moved you out here to San as like an individual? Like, you know, especially with that, like, you know, having two opposite ends of, like, the political spectrum, like, in, within such close vicinity of, um, like, your upbringing, you know, like... Makes you, I think, more critically thinking. You're able to see both sides and, right. like, you know, empathize <coughs> with both sides That's or what I imagine. both sides. I mean, kind right. of, like, you get a range of all the kind of spectrums. Right. I think out here you just kind of get blasted with liberalism. Yeah, you do. And definitely. you either react positively or negatively. I yeah. think there's either, like, a very, like, anti-liberal, like, fucking libs. Right, yeah. Or it's just you're just a very progressive person. You know, I think it's a very... That's unfortunate. There it's kind of back. It kind of, you can, I mean, you like, I, people in my family and me will, like, right. swing back and forth politically, like... Right. Based on like a year or a, you know, uh -huh. whatever movements that are happening or yeah. time periods and stuff. I get a lot of dirty looks because I work. I work in Santee, but I've got a Bernie sticker on my the back oh, yeah. of my car. So like, <laughs> oh yeah, all these fucking like big ass like stripped out trucks are like, ah, who's this fucker? I'm gonna speed ahead of him. Yeah, get to my destination one second earlier than yeah. he will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's weird, and then like even just the differences between like I was in I was from Champaign, which was very like almost like a smaller version of Chicago. Mm -hmm. It was very and like people from Chicago would come down to the university and just kind of like it and stay there. Mm -hmm. But where I went to college was Southern Illinois, which is completely different. They're much more like like very like conservative, very like I mean it feels like Kentucky. Right, you're basically talking about like Kentucky, you know. I'm um, just on the other side of a river. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Uh, it's just a very different, like, culture and people, and it's, I don't know, it's very much more like a rebellious. So I, I think, like, weirdly, like, Illinois is weird because, like, the northern half would be, like, very, like, pro-Hillary people. Right, Democrat, right. you know, like, the establishment, Democrat, right. you know. Sense. And, like, southern Illinois would be more like, like, all my friends that in college were, like, Bernie. Because right. it was like rebellious, you know, even like in the heart of like a super conservative place, right? And I feel like even those conservatives would kind of respect Bernie people because they see that you're not just like right going along with the establishment. You're kind absolutely of thinking for yourself in a liberal way. So mm-hmm. the liberal thing wouldn't really matter. It was just more like, are you going with the establishment or not? That's right. kind of what it really broke down. Interesting. To, you know? And here you are, here even like kind of, kind of like, like like edgy like podcast in the middle of Hillcrest. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. In the heart of it, yeah. I love it. Like that's so. That's such an accurate well, yeah, tribute I mean, to your upbringing. Just, it sounds just like. keep it real. Like I just. I mean, that's the thing. Is like I. We talk about it a lot. Like you put me in a room with a bunch of conservatives, and right. like they might walk away hating me. Right. <laughs> right. They might walk away liking me. It just depends on what conversation we have. And the same right. thing goes with like a liberal. You can put me in a room full of like extreme liberals. They might walk away loving me. Right. Or they might walk away being like trying to get me censored you know what yeah, I mean like there's yeah. just so like I'm so polarizing because I don't really fall in line I love I it I just think critically about whatever topic or subject we're talking those about, are the most you know? important people man and I'll change my mind I'm willing to change my mind so I'm willing to be like right. oh wait like, yeah yeah. That makes more sense than the dumb thing I was just. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, I was like, oh, I was know. fooled. I was lied to. I believed in this lie my whole life. More like, people understood to how to do that. that. Yeah, yeah. Which is might be bad. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. might be bad too. It might be better to just oh, kind of like we invented be good and bad. true and loyal to your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true though. Yeah, that's true. Well, before we get too philosophical, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> immediately. Um, where, who, and where are you in the year twenty twenty five? Twenty twenty five. The year is twenty twenty five. Who and where? Me. Or? Five years, almost. I'd like to think that you know I'm still t- performing to some degree. Um, I have no expectation that anything I'm doing right now is really going to be like the thing that lasts until I'm older, I suppose, like, you know, like settling down. But um, I would hope that, you know, not this isn't all just for nothing. Like I'm honing a craft, whatever that might be, whether it's music or performing or hell, I've even like been considering like trying stand up, like just because like, you know, a creative outlet is a creative outlet, and I at least hope to be the master of my own personal creative outlets by that point. And right now, I don't feel like I've mastered anything. I feel like I'm really starting to understand like the inner workings of creativity, and like you know, I've taken a lot of notes, you know, mentally, like getting it down to a science, like in my own way, like you know, what works and what doesn't, and what's fun, what's not, and you know, the kind of people I want to surround myself with. And, so hopefully by 2025, it'll be nothing but, like, you know, 
the right people, uh, the right crowd, the right attitude, and I just I just hope that uh, performing takes me where I want to go. You know, I would love to quit like my nine to five because this has been my first nine to five, and it's been exhausting. Incredible learning experience, but exhausting. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I really hope that um, at least by that time. I can take care of myself with my uh, with my passion to perform. Good. That's where I see myself. Yeah, feed yourself with the art. Ideally, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> teach what a man to art. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> teach a man to art, and he uh, can't pay rent for yeah. four to five years uh, while he figures everything out. Yeah. <laughs> but if you instill artistic values yeah. in him, <laughs> in ten, twenty years, he'll, Give him art, <laughs> he'll he be famous after he's him. dead. <laughs> <laughs> People will love and appreciate his work after he's dead. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, kind of what you're saying, I wanted to ask, do you think art can be perfect or, like, can be perfected? Because you're saying, like, master. Like, you're right. saying you wanted to master your art. Right. Is that even, like, possible? Like, I, ideally, that's what you wanted. You always well, want to do that? Like, strive for that? Well, that's do you a think good it's question. possible to reach it? That's a really good question because I... If I had to like actually like <laughs> you know be more careful with my words, I would say no. It's a continuous. You're always working on it. You're always perfecting it, and you're all you know until you die. Like it's not something that. It, my dad said something that stuck with me once um, during a sh really shitty job I had. He was like, "There's no day where you're gonna walk in because I was having a really hard time, um, you know, getting the getting the hang of things." And he was like, "Well." If you're expecting there to be a day where you walk in and you're like, oh, I'm competent now. Suddenly, like, there it is. It's like you're lying to yourself. Like, that's not a thing. It's a constant. You're always learning things and you're always making mistakes. You can only just get better. And, um... Did, oh, I forget. Did that, did that answer your question? Yeah. It was like... Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <clears throat> I was thinking, like, I was kind of... A here because you I mean you said like careful with your words it's like sometimes I get it you know mm -hmm. people it's hard to talk about art let's look yeah. at the name and talk about art it's yeah. like almost like a joke in right. itself like this podcast because it's like <laughs> how do you and we'll get to this next like a, the, actually I'll just, I'll just ask it right now like right um in explaining this but it's like can you describe your art in one word or one sound no no it's like it's, cause no, fuck it, it's like almost like a stupid <laughs> question but I ask it on purpose because it's like how could you well, I know I mean, how you to can describe try. it. In you can like you can string together sounds and mouth noises and thoughts right. and opinions, but yeah. the reality is that like art is just something that like exists in the unexplainable realm. Yeah, and we're all sitting here like trying to like describe it and talk about it, and you know, right? But there's just something about art that's like almost like there's like this untouchable perfection about it that we'll never be able to like actually grasp or touch or hold or well, describe or yeah you know, that's a good show. well I feel like I could definitely describe it in one word or one sound to a specific person based on how I think they'll interpret it like if I know enough about your interests and your taste in music and your ideas I could I could probably give you a good comparison and you would get the right idea but to generalize um, and assume that everybody would interpret what I'm saying the same way. I couldn't do that. I could say, I could say the universal you know, word. Yeah, exactly. Like There's nothing. Nothing is ever universal. That's 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 for sure. But no, I I don't think I could s summarize. 
uh, in a word. Um, what about a sound? Is that closer? Is that easier? You know what? <laughs> you, know what? you know what? There may, maybe there will be a word. Now that you've said it, like I'm, I'm thinking, you've challenged me. Grimy. 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 I like it, yeah. I love. And I say this to everybody. I love what I love most about our band is that, um, you know, especially if you've never seen this before, from an audience perspective, I could only assume it would be like, oh, you know, maybe this is going to be like kind of Beatlesy or whatever, because they're coming up here like you know, kind of nicely dressed, wearing blazers, you know, like they seem to uh, carry themselves in a certain <laughs> manner. And then by the end of the show, like. Ideally, my slacks are torn and I'm drenched in sweat and I'm spitting in people's mouths, laying on the crying. floor. Yeah. yeah, laying on the floor. I, I'm Busting smashing the guitar to bits. Yeah. Like that's grime, dude. That's how I describe it. Just grime. Love that. Yeah. Your life had a mixtape. What would it? What would the title of it be? <laughs> what would the name of your mixtape be? Oh shit! Pass. Hard pen. Hard pass. I'm just kidding. Hmm. What would yours be? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. See, it's not that easy. That's true. <laughs> the learning times. The the learning times. The learning period. I don't know, because I'm in this stage where, like, I've my. If you were to like document everything from this point previously, mm-hmm. it's just like failures and mistakes right. and you know hardships and just like all well, that's that shit. Universal. <laughs> but if you were to go from now on, it's like my trajectory. You know, I'm like I'm right. on, I'm on a path towards you know <clears throat> like up, nice. up, just recovering from things, learning from things, doing things better. Dang. Being a better person, Heck yeah. trying to like go do life things, you yeah. know. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. So it's almost like you're like I don't know. It'd be like almost like a two part. Like part one it'd have to be some kind of like you know down in the dumps title, like yeah, you know, some almost like negative on purpose. Yeah. You know, yeah. Trial and error period portion, and then part two is almost from like 
now on, which is going to be like triumph and like victory. I know? love that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Do, you, do you like <laughs> do you like building playlists? Yeah, because yeah. I do. Yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned that like music like, specifically music. Is that what yeah, you yeah. Because yeah. like I can think of a million times where I've sort of documented like where I was in my life based on the playlist that I made yeah. but I was never good at coming up with the names for the playlist so they're all yeah. stupid <laughs> um, so it's funny that you asked that question because like I can picture like the soundtrack for my life like perfectly but I could never give it a name like a proper title yeah yeah maybe it doesn't need maybe just untitled Maybe just untitled period. Well, I wouldn't call it untitled period because I feel like I've seen that a hundred thousand times. Because that's too, yeah, cliche dumb. Yeah. But, you know, if people wanted to, to describe the soundtrack by the artwork, I'd be down. Like yeah. the one with the yeah, fucking the elephant on it, you know? Yeah. Like, like okay. Oh, yeah, yeah the White Connor soundtrack. Yeah, the elephant. Yeah. So people, you know, come up with their own name for it because I didn't, yeah. you know, I left it open for uh, interpretation. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, if you could, if you could visualize my two part life, it would be like the first part would be the planet just beating my ass, right? And now the part two is my logo, the me beating the planet's ass. Hell yeah, overcoming and triumph. Yeah, put it in a visual. And then the third part, taking the planet to dinner. And then the third part is just the planet just keeps going while I'm just like. And then the fourth part gone. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't exist anymore. You know, dang. Well, I like that. Yeah. Part three, you know, yeah. <laughs> the legacy. Hey, you thought this out. <laughs> You're going to have to start the sending these questions ahead of time so I can show up. <laughs> well, yeah, funny sorry. you asked that question I wasn't expecting. Um, well, so I don't know if this is going to make it out in time. This is a may or may not. But just in case it did not. Is the world going to end before this? Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. How was Are you going to beat the planet's ass so bad that it like goes extinct and people yeah, don't get is, to hear this? Yeah. Yeah. This is the final words. Uh, well, Lefty Palooza, how was it, bro? Lefty Palooza <laughs> has not happened yet. But this might be out after, so uh, how what, how'd it go? Oh, how'd it go? Oh, 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 shit. Oh, was dog, it pretty dope it or what? Wild. Oh, man. If it's not, though, do you want to tell people um, like what, about it? Oh, absolutely. Well, it was crazy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but if you missed it, it's coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, a lot, of my, a lot of bands. I love throwing shows. Um, I don't get to do it as often as I like, but I think that's going to change. Yeah. Um, because, you know, as long as we've been in the scene now, like I have, you know, better connections and I can kind of just throw together shows uh, easier. And so Lefty Palooza is kind of the second installment of like my ideal show. And I, I think like uh, what kind of got us like on this massive like tidal wave of just like shows after shows after shows was our first show last year called mm -hmm. WeFest. And, we uh, fest. Yeah, and I put that together. It was t 10 or 11 of my favorite local bands. Oh, wow. Um, mixed That's genres. a lot. One night? Yeah. 10 bands. One That's a lot yeah, of oh, like, yeah. organizing there were two state and, like, oh, logistics. Man. And, yeah. Literally the <laughs> hardest I've ever worked on anything. And uh, Someone told me no more than six because it gets confusing. Is that like a rule of thumb or something? Oh, or is that no just more than two personal? it gets confusing. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, He's saying just organize just like the logistics of putting equipment right. and stuff that you well, don't really think about yeah. and everyone's a mess and well, that's why like, I like timings off and fans and stuff exactly. and drama and all this like well that's why I like putting together my own shows because I'm putting the people on the bill that I know aren't gonna fuck around yeah. and like yeah, give me a hard time like they know what to do you know I'm only inviting professionals like I'm not <laughs> I'm not fucking with 
you know, like other shows, like where it's more appropriate. Like, yeah, I'll bring in some bands that people haven't heard of, maybe don't have a lot of experience. Like, I I really love giving people a platform who don't often get like the best platform. Like, that's totally something I'm all for. But like in terms of like Lefty Palooza, like this is Go Big or Go Home. These are all of our favorite bands, <clears throat> one after another for one day. They all know what they're doing. They're not going to give me shit. <laughs> they're not going to, you know, make things any more difficult than it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's just great music from start to finish. I don't like putting the worst bands first. <laughs> that drives me nuts. So I'm like, all right, well, what are you going to do when every band slaps just as hard as the next? So, yeah. Um, Lefty like Palooza coming up. If you if you missed it, there's still a chance to go. Ten <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bands, Ignite Benches, Lefties, The Basics. Band of Gringos, The Tubulars, Leon Canoe, It's Butter. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's Butter. November 9th, That's Shea right. Cafe. November 9th, Shea Cafe. Also follow at Shea Cafe on uh, social media. Absolutely. They're fucking dope. Yeah, they are. They're fucking dope. And I put a bunch of stickers all over uh, Shea Cafe. Oh, joy so noise! Easter, Easter egg to the fans out there. Go look for my stickers. Oh, I slapped yeah. all over. Heck see how many they took down, and see how many they <laughs> just so uh, <laughs> just so nobody gets mad at me. Here's the lineup. I'm not gonna forget anybody. It's Tubulars, Boys Night, Creep Seed, It's Butter, Band of Gringos, Leon Canoe, Joy Noise, The Basics, Lefties, Ignite Benches. I haven't heard a couple of those bands, but I've personally seen three of them perform, and they were all fucking awesome. Yeah. I've yeah. seen a lot of videos and, and audio of you guys, and you guys are fucking slapped. Thank you. In, <laughs> we're crying, dude. <laughs> You're slapped as hell, if that's how that works. Thank <laughs> you, man. Appreciate full that. Full of drip. I think that's what the kids say these days. Full of you drip? Got, you got drip. Oh, jeez. I've I think that's, that that's the oh slang God. words these days. See, I'm already like You're like old. slick and stuff. I think people say slick and stuff. Okay, I'm down for <laughs> slick and stuff. <laughs> or I might just be making that up. <laughs> pushing my own lingo. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people be like, what does that mean? I learned it from like, Sean. I don't, I don't really know, man. Hey, that lyric in one of your songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Sean's. Love it. But yeah, I hit him up. Yeah, Lefty Palooza. Um, this may or may I think this might. This um, the more I thought about the date, the November 9th, If this is out before, I think this might be that week I'm going to be putting this out. So sorry Dang. in advance, or well, you're welcome no, in okay. advance. I'm just not going to promote you anymore. <laughs> Damn it! I came on here specifically enough, yeah. to promote. You. <laughs> Fair enough.
I did want to ask, who is Nolan Gnome, and where is he? Uh, how do you describe <laughs> someone who has not only lived more lives than we will ever, you know, could, we could ever understand, but where geographically, I don't know. You know, he's his own man. Uh, yeah. He's he's a grown ass man. Uh, he does what he wants. He comes home late, drunk sometimes. Uh, doesn't really tell me where he's been, but you know, he's my best friend, so we have a rapport. Um, I think he's with Ignite Benches right now. Um, uh, they were sending me pic. He might be in like a music video or something of theirs oh, or wow, something really? soon. Really? Um, <clears throat> Nolan Gnome, though, is you know he's, a, he's working. He's getting work. Though. Oh, absolutely, a working actor. Yeah. Yeah. But but to answer your question more accurately, he um, he's my best friend. <laughs> Ride or die, Nomi. Um, and uh, you know you can find him at a lot of shows. He's he's the front man of lefties. I've just kind of. The, the interpreter. <laughs> well, he's, he's fluent in so many languages. <laughs> it's like, how am I supposed to expect like a group of high schoolers to understand like the wisdom behind the gnome? Like, yeah. so you know, I just do the talking for Nolan. We're just full grown adults. Yeah, years of experience, boomers. You know? Oh yeah, even less. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a gnome. I got him at Walmart. I, I get it. I get it. I get that I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I get. Well, you know, that's all. That's all he's doing. He doesn't really. He lets you in as much as he wants to let you in. But you know, the world will never fully know his secrets. So, and you're just gonna have to accept it. You know, we get little bits of Nolan. You know. In, in you know in small portions. I'm still learning. Uh, you know a lot about my best friend every day. Oh yeah. Will he be uh, making an appearance at Lefty Palooza? Oh, dude, he's Can running we, it. He's yeah. running Lefty Palooza. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's, uh, he's doing a meet and greet after the show. Oh, absolutely, right dude. He does meet and greets during our set, the fucker. Like, he's always... <laughs> people, like, picking him up. Crowd surfing. Dude, for real. I, there was one show at Queen Bee's where someone um, afterward was like, I got hit in the head with a gnome tonight yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. during someone's set, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> that's my homie. He doesn't know how to hold his booze." <laughs> that's the second time that's ever happened. Uh, excuse to me. me, that's my gnome. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's crazy. He's our manager. He does all of our booking. <laughs> I should have brought him. Well, um, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but what? Um, What's what's your latest music stuff? So everybody goes through their little bouts of like not being creative and I think we're just kind of pushing we just got out of that. We just like kind of crawled out of this like pool of molasses like yeah. of you know just playing the same stuff that everybody's heard a million times at every show to like I think we're finally going to have like a good um a good collection of new songs coming at people really soon. Yeah. By Lefty Palooza, absolutely. Yeah. Um, hopefully you'll hear at least like three. Um, and is the plan to be like released individually? I don't like know. You said, or are you well, kinda... here's the thing. Like low-key, we're getting album vibes. Like I can't, I can't sit here and tell you that yeah. it doesn't feel like an album. <laughs> but at the same time, like we're yeah. all so indecisive and like every day we want to do something different. Like kind of like what you were saying, like I want to do this, now I want to do this. And like, yeah. That's really hard when you have an established band. <laughs> yeah, we well, yeah. 
So, um, but a lot of new music. We got Slam Jam Records, the guys that uh, represent us working on music videos with us. You'll hopefully see a mu music video for All the Time coming out pretty soon, which I'm pretty stoked for. I love that song. And uh, we're just, it's just going to get weirder. It'll yeah. only get weirder. <laughs> it's going to get weirder from here, man. I like it. What do you got coming up? What's uh, what's new in um, your life? I got a lot of crazy shit coming up. My life is like going crazy. I'm Hit about me. to move to Nashville. You're moving to Nashville? Yeah, in December. What the hell? I did not give you permission. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. I just fucking met you and you're already taken off on me. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm wrapping up everything. I wrapped up everything with like North Park Radio. That was what yeah. I was doing here for the yeah. last couple of years. And yeah. now I'm doing this thing <clears throat> and taking this thing over to Nashville. Wow. Just right to the heart of the music capital, you know? <clears throat> That's so Band cool. interviews, artist interviews. You'll fit in so well. Comedy scene's pretty dope. Our kids our age, like young, like 20, like 19, like right. late teen, early 20s. How old and are you? like my age, like I'm like 28. So okay. like, well, I thought like you were about like to try and tell me you were millennial like a age. high schooler. I was like, what the millennial hell? zoomer? Would you call yourself a zoomer? <laughs> zoomer? No, dude, I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. I'm a millennial. What about what? What would you call the younger generation? I just call them Gen the Z. The kids are like going into college right now. Z. Yeah, Gen Z. I hear, I hear Zoomer. I like that because it's like That's Boomer, cool. Millennial, Zoomer. Boomer, Zoomer. <laughs> I'm down. But Gen Z is like, it's like, because I love like, I love acting like, oh, you're still here, Gen Z? Like, oh. oh like, yeah. So like, I don't want to give them like an like interesting disease. Name. I feel like it's like a disease or something. <laughs> like Gen X. I always felt like that was like, ugh. I don't yeah, want it's X. not appealing. And I, and I like that. <laughs> ugh, I, sometimes I feel like Gen Z has got to be put in their place. So if we're just giving them like a really like not flattering name, like the, the, like the quieter they'll be. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. they freak me out, man. Gen Z is scary. Oh, they're going to take over the world. I have I'm never <laughs> more for, like thank God I'm on the stage yeah. during you know like the Gen Z hour because like I couldn't <laughs> you know a lot of the bands are high schoolers like a lot of these yeah. they're kids oh, yeah. man and they're like San Diego's young San yeah. Diego's music scene is like super young it, it, it's crazy I mean, you know right you're right in the heart of it but like yeah just in general absolutely. compared to like other cities I mean LA you go there all the bands you see on a live music night are all in their 40s and 50s yeah you go yeah. to San Diego it's like I feel old. I'm 28. I go yeah. to shows and I feel like really old. Yeah, absolutely. You should. <laughs> and I, I go to Josh. LA and I almost feel like I'm I'm like young and poor almost. You know. I, I mean? feel like, bad for Josh, <laughs> it's so uh, crazy. our second guitarist, because he he's 29, and um, I started out as a fan of his when I was in high school. Yeah. He was in a band called Shady Francos, and they Fuck were yeah. the sweetest Shit. rock and roll garage band I've ever heard, and uh, so you know. That was like a few years ago, and um, and he's got his own solo project now, Creep Seed, and Lefty's all play in Creep Seed. It's just a different front man, but his all his writing. But uh, but yeah, you know, he's. I just try to imagine how he feels being in the same scene for so long, and like you know, they stay the same age, and he just gets older and yeah, older, and yeah. like you know, he kills it obviously, and he's not an old man, but I like to make fun of him a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> we're starting to. Yeah, yeah. Josh, we're starting to. <laughs> I know you feel it. <laughs> Sean versus Josh. <laughs> I know you feel it, man. We're, we're getting old. Uh, <laughs> you guys should start a band. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, come to Nashville. Oh, Come out to Nashville, yeah. That'd be awesome. It's supposed to be cool. All my friends there, young young people say it's like this cool scene happening right now in Nashville. Damn. So 
I'm kind of excited. Absolutely. But yeah, it's all about just wrapping everything up. My family's here, so I'm like spending time with family and friends, yeah. saying goodbye, that kind of thing. And then it's like, I'm just going there. Saying hello and then saying goodbye. Just kind of crash like landing in, in Nashville and figuring shit out. You know, I don't really That's have anything so lined cool. up. I'm just going to so go there and yeah. Dang. keep doing this. All right. Well, <laughs> Until I make friends and I'll pack my stuff. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you driving? Oh, yeah. Yeah, back in my car. Oh, perfect. I'm just it's going easy. Now. I don't even have to like squeeze into luggage or yeah, anything. Sure, yeah, sure. Just hop <laughs> yeah. in the back of your car. Dog. <laughs> just tie you up on top. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's grime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a road trip. How'd you for get sure. to Nashville? Wow, with bugs in my teeth. <laughs> on the top of a tiny car. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do this as like a new segment to my mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. And the segment's called I Tell You What Your Song Is About. Okay. So you I'm ready down. for this? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So the first is Good Joyride. Friend. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite songs to listen to. It's just so dope. It's just so like, Thank like you. getting ready. You're getting ready for work or something. <clears throat> just play that song on repeat a couple times. You're, yeah. you're getting ready for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I, th- I, I'm, I think it's about like just like having fun, being young, breaking hearts. You know what? That's what that's about, right? In its essence, in its essence, <laughs> in its essence absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I definitely, uh, I love leaving it up for interpretation. Yeah. Like I, I love when people tell me what my band name is about. <laughs> <laughs> I love when yeah, people go, good. "Oh, it's because you're left-handed." And then I go, "Yeah." And then they see us play, and then they go, "Well, you're not right-handed, or you're not left-handed." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and they go, oh, it's a political statement. And then, you know, they get to know me and they're like, oh, it's not a political statement. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm always like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, that's actually pretty good. I mean, it's not, there are definitely some innuendos about like s- like specific people like I'm talking about that, um, you know, like the average listener wouldn't go, oh, it's about his friend, you know, but like, yeah. you know, I've, <laughs> it's geared know. toward. Know, yeah. It's geared. I don't even know if they know. But uh, oh no! But <laughs> now they know. That's definitely your description. Is definitely what I was doing at the time. So yeah. I would like to think that yeah, that's really accurate. Yeah. What else you got? Um, so catch, catching Z's. Uh, I think it's about oversleeping for work. 
and then it's like that that moment when you're like frantic, like fuck, 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 fuck. I can't, I can't take a full shower. I gotta take a half shower, and then you're like, fuck. That's that. That's like the whole essence of the song is that. To yes, me. Yeah. you are so correct. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you why. The song is about Jordy, our bassist, who's. Uh, I've always made fun of him for being narcoleptic because he'll just sleep, and he can sleep whenever, wherever he wants. Um, and even though the like the actual content of the song doesn't describe like. Uh, you know, waking up late for work. I've seen Jordy do that a hundred thousand times, yeah. and the song is about him <laughs> uh, just like oversleeping all the time, and just like I swear, like I'll be like, "All right, you ready for the show?" And I'll open his door, and he's out. I'm like, oh Jesus! So we wrote. Uh, <laughs> he wrote those lyrics, actually. Oh really? Yeah, Jordy wrote the lyrics for Catch and Z's. Um, I, you know, I added my ers and ahs, like the like the egotistical maniac does, but. Oh yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, um, but you're the same. I, mean, I, you're singing it. So it's got to be your sound. exactly. It's got to be yeah. your voice. Well, thank you. Know? you. Yes. yes. His That's his good. thoughts. Your voice. Yeah. Right? Like that kind of concept. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> but uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> that's an accurate tribute to uh, to Jordy. Like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Gotta go, fuck. You know how Facebook has like that. Um, it's like it's cl- super clickbaity, but it's like uh, see what your most used words of 2019 were. Jordy's would be uh, just fuck, 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 yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck, 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 <laughs> shit, and then fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck. eight out of ten is like, <laughs> um, and then so all the time, yeah, song all the time. I think it's about praising Jesus. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, is that wrong? Not. <laughs> no. I want to know you where sure? you drew you, that conclusion. Are you sure about that? Uh, I'm pretty confident that well, it's about you know, just I've loving, never been loving the most Christ. Con- I've never been the most confident guy. Uh, so, uh, as often as I'm influenced by other people's uh, perception, I'm starting to think that it might be. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Actually, no. You know I'm going to... What do you... <laughs> Yeah, no. Where'd you draw that conclusion? Just the lyrics. Just listen to the lyrics. It just makes sense, you know? What <laughs> lyrics? Sean. Sean. Seanathan. Can I yeah. call you Seanathan? What yeah. lyric? Yeah. Um, just all of it. Okay. All the time. No, all, the, all, all of the lyrics. All the time. No. I uh, do it all the time, you know? I just I do it all the time. I'm I praising not, Jesus. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> as, as much as I maybe I should be. Uh, the song could not be further from the opposite. Yeah. Um, I wrote that song, well, first and foremost, to be like kind of poppy. Because, you know, I think writing writing pop songs is super underappreciated. Um, yeah. I think that, like... It was catchy. It's definitely a tune that sticks with your, like, it's like that earworm kind of like... Yeah, and I totally, that was... Not in like a bad way. Intentional. It was like, hum along, yeah. Totally intentional. But the lyrics also do have, like, some meat to them. Like, I... <clears throat> At the time, I was kind of struggling with some, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, was like some ego issues, like not necessarily that it was really affecting my day-to-day interactions with other people, but like I I was sensing where, um, it was it was entirely anxiety-induced, like, uh, which is something I've kind of struggled with for a while. But, like, this is definitely the realest song I've ever wrote, even though it's like poppy and catchy and yeah. like. But like, I, I definitely hid some 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 deep meaning in there, and like, it was really just about um, it's about feeling kind of fake, like, um, 
everywhere I go, I feel like I'm putting on a show, like a performer, and that's why I do that, is because like it's a good outlet for what I'm most scared of, is that this is all just kind of like a facade, like this is just a character, like what am I really, um, which is you know something that people spend their whole lives trying to figure out, like thousands of years, people still yeah. don't know who they are, what they are, <laughs> and I think the song kind of speaks to that in its simplicity, like the, you know, the lyrics aren't super complicated or anything, but that's where I was writing from. Not Jesus, no. Like the 2,000-year-old <laughs> Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's what it's about. <laughs> I'm down. You know, I'm going to start telling people that. Listen, start, you listen to it again you know and what, tell man, me. It's all about, you it's listen all to it again and think about God, it. You know, just Jesus. Like. <laughs> well, and then the last was Baxter. I think it's um, I think it's a secret call, like secret nod to Anchorman, the movie. What the? Oh, like Evan Baxter? <laughs> Baxter, the dog. Oh, wait. I, Is thought, that, no? I thought Evan Baxter was a... Who's that? That's a, that's a Steve Carell character, right? Evan Baxter. Evan Baxter. That, that sounds familiar. He was from... Sure Is that Anchorman? Oh, no. Is that Bruce Almighty? Oh, Maybe. Jesus. That sounds like familiar. That sounds like that. That sounds right. Anchorman. That's a different Steve Carell character. You know what? I Anchorman. can't. I can't keep track of my Steve Carell. Baxter. Baxter, you know the dog. Yes, you're, you're so right. That is exactly what it's about. <laughs> I'm lonely? I'm not lonely. I'm, I'm beloved by everyone in San Diego. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. Come again? You know I don't speak Spanish. In English, please. Huh? No, uh, <laughs> Baxter was written about, um, I had this friend when I was a kid in high school um, who was like the strangest dude I've ever met. Super quiet, super, very like smart, like a brilliant kid, but like um, just really weird. Um, kind of introverted, but extroverted in the weirdest ways. Like, um, well, my dad and I always joked that like, Secretly, he was a serial killer because he was just so like you would never expect Baxter. You would never. He would be the last guy, not even that, that you would expect to you know murder somebody. And uh, like the stapler guy in the office, right? Like that, that, yeah, the, the Scranton like. Strangler. <clears throat> Dude, Baxter could be the Scranton Strangler. Um, but uh, so my dad and I, my dad actually wrote the 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 hook uh, line Baxter Baxter cover your trackster because that was what we were joking about is that he would be a serial killer like, yeah, like, and then I was like this is too good to not make a full song out of so I was like alright see you later and I locked myself in my room and then I came back out with the full song and he was like okay there it is I better get the credits yeah. <laughs> I haven't credited him once this is his first credit and the song is like three years old <laughs> oh, yeah yeah shout out dad yeah um and then speaking of which, my next question, my last question of this segment actually is, do you have the support of your family in your artistic oh. endeavors specifically? So much. And yeah. um, They support like your art career, not just like you. Like, they are, I feel very fortunate to have had the family I have. Um, not a lot of people have what I have and I, I don't like, I, I don't usually talk about it because it right. makes me feel bad because like, 
That's the one thing that I... Because all of us... I mean... Because all of us were raised by boomers. That's basically... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously we've had our issues. (laughs) But, like... and, and, And no family is without their issues. But I've had more support than I know what to do with from my family. Yeah. Um, creatively cool. and structurally, like, <clears throat> they're good, really great at, you know, just giving the right kind of encouragement, like, yeah. and, and enforcing the idea that, you know, I know what's best for me. They can only make suggestions and, and uh, that's usually correct. Like, you know, uh, even though, you know, they're, they're not afraid of me making mistakes because, you know, that's all part of it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think a lot of families, the reason people are, too sh- are are too sheltered is because you know people are afraid of mistakes. People are afraid of uh, you know like I mean I get it. Like if I had a child, I would probably be a little bit scared of them making mistakes. Like that's a natural thing. But um, I would also have to you know what I've learned from my family is that uh, you just have to trust that they're their own person and they're gonna make their decisions. And you just, all you got to do is just be a good example. And they've set really great examples for me. So I've got a really good balance right now of. Uh, structure like you know I've got a full time job and uh, I'm pursuing my creative life as well and okay. it's all going really well oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's <coughs> what about awesome. your family have they yeah <laughs> uh, well I gotta say man you're killing it you're absolutely killing it no really they're good I mean it's it's, it's good they're good people they're good people bad parents everybody's know. doing their best and they know, just kind of whatever they don't really care that's yeah. kind of the problem. Is it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks that they don't care. Right. It's almost like it's almost like I kind of wish they'd care or like hate it. It's almost like a spectrum. Like you almost want right. You want a firm of like, commitment. Um, like I always thought about. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Of like <clears throat> that whole idea of like you you want to be loved or hated. You don't want to be nothing. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? Like you don't <laughs> want like your ex to like like you know your ex you break up or whatever and you're like kind of almost want them to like hate you a little bit or like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. still love you but if your ex truly just comes in and is just like dude I just like haven't even thought of you for like seven years it's almost like that hurts more yeah. than like your ex still hating you or something you know being yeah. mean to you that's a really interesting so it's, like, it's kind of like that but I mean obviously like less extreme and it's also like first world problems but it's like <laughs> I'm in that middle ground where it's almost like I kind of wish like my parents would be like against me or yeah. like supporting me it's almost like they just don't care they're like oh that's nice whatever that's so unfortunate <laughs> it's like it's great it's oh. actually like I'd rather you like listen and hate it or something you yeah. know <laughs> then at least you have like a co- firm commitment to yeah. oh that's interesting I totally I get what you not mean not to bring though. it down not to make everything sad you know but. I, don't, I wish I had the words to unpack that because I totally I totally get what you mean by that like not in regards to my parents um, because they're very forward and like but very people, yeah, just but people society, in general, yeah. like yeah, it's almost like yeah. There's something about like it's that not knowing like what people think that drives you the craziest. Like yeah, I think I think it might just boil down to like our our we, we want to know we, our need yeah. to know everything, which we can't do. That's insanity. even if it's like a negative confirmation. It's like we Absolutely. have to have like, some okay. kind of confirmation. Yeah. Yes, because then you know what to plan for. It's like, okay, yeah. like, like I have, you know, someone, there, there are people that I, I haven't talked to in years, and I know roughly what they think of me, which are negative things, but, like, I wish I knew what they were thinking of me right now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. For all of those, you know, <laughs> ego-driven reasons, like, I want to know if you're, you know, 
maybe considering that I'm not a horrible person or I, maybe I'm a great or maybe I'm a hor- maybe I am a horrible person. I just want to know. Just tell me. I don't want to talk to you, but I want to talk to you. Yeah. Just so you can help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you just need the feedback, even if it uh, is like it's mean or critical. Worst. It's like sometimes you need it to learn, right? You need to like oh, a hundred percent. You need to know you're like. I always feel like that with like like bad breath, right? Yeah. Oh, do you want some gum? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah hint, 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 hint. Uh, no. I have some butt. <laughs> or like butt gum, you know, or just like the other day, like I had a guy, I had a customer where I worked who like obviously had like a zit that like popped or something. And it was like bleeding on his face. Hell it's just yeah. like you gotta let him know. But this is so weird and like an interaction. You know, it's like almost like you just have this natural reaction, just like just don't say anything, just don't right. it's too awkward. You want right. to avoid that situation. Or like bad breath where it's like Right. Well you, you want to avoid like, it for selfish you be reasons nice. because you, you don't, don't want to be the feelings. weird guy. Yeah, you don't want to be awkward yeah. in a situation. You don't want to like uh, I don't want to be like, hey man, like why is your breath always bad? Like right. question you or like make right. you feel bad, you know? Right. But then the fact that I just never tell you that your breath is bad, you're just going to keep having bad breath. It's almost like you need right. someone to give you the good advice. Right. Even though right. it hurts. Even yeah. though it's, oh, man. Like, I mean, that was the thing with my weight. I mean, I think everyone just kind of is like, oh, yeah, you look fine. And it's like I just right. keep getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden you're just like, dude, I am like out of breath when I like get up out of a seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I got to change. Well, you know, it's just yeah. like I feel like everyone around me, like all my friends, like even when I'm telling them like, yeah, I'm like now I'm like being healthy, healthy and working out. And people are like, you're fine. And it's almost yeah. like I don't want to hear that. I almost want you to hear. I almost want to hear you tell me. You want that commitment. The you brutal that, like, truth. Like, yeah, you actually have kind of gained some weight in the last year. Right. That's what I need to hear. Even right. if it's like hurts and you don't want to hurt right. my feelings and yeah it's a lot, well it sounds you know. like you already know that's the thing yeah, well, like yeah, you're waiting for true. these people to tell you something you already but I, know that's just one example because i just feel like everyone does that especially right. my family my friends are very like absolutely don't want to hurt your feelings i want to make this awkward yeah. it's very like screwed around the issue but it's almost like yeah we need to like start pinpointing and like yeah <laughs> pointing I, it out you know you know the what good advice needs to come you know absolutely to, like, improve like Otherwise, you're just going to keep having bad breath. You know, you're not going to have gum with you because no one's going to be. And then you just walk around with bad breath all day. And, like, people just don't want to make you sad or whatever. You know what makes me feel better in those situations is, like, I just remind myself, like, you know, if I'm working, like, a customer service job and someone has really fucking bad breath and I... Or maybe bad breath's not a good example because I don't really give a shit. But something like your fly is down. That's something that, like, yeah, you could, like, easily... You could tell them that their fly is down. It would be embarrassing. But in the end... Do they really have any reason to be up, yeah. upset with you? Yeah. But but so but you know if I for some reason don't muster up the courage, I like to think of myself as like maybe that just wasn't my job on this earth to tell them that their fly was down. Maybe yeah. that's someone else's job. Someone who has someone who is more forward. <laughs> someone who's a little colder. Yeah. Someone who just has a very different personality. Because you're gonna run into those people who don't give a shit. And if I gave a shit in that moment and didn't help them out, somebody's gonna. Yeah. You know. So yeah. like. I'll pat myself on the back if I did my job right in that moment. Like, hey, your fly's down. Like, not to be awkward. And then I'm like, good job. Yeah. But if I don't, then I just trust that there's someone at the next store that will tell him that his fly yeah. is down. You know? <laughs> yeah. But someone's got to. Someone's <laughs> gonna. <laughs> or someone's you just going to. Nobody gets away down. with that shit for that Or long. whatever. No one cared enough to, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, that's, a, that's another example, too, is, like, if no one is willing to step up and tell you your fly's unzipped or your yeah. breath is bad, yeah. 
then people don't care enough about it. Right? Exactly. Like can, you know, so you shouldn't care. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, then you're not, you know, you're not making a big enough stink about my stinky breath. So yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for real. <laughs> do you segment okay so no do thanks. you I have a girlfriend do yeah <laughs> do you do you do i do me yeah do you do you that is an endless journey i do, <laughs> I do me more every day i'm wearing a sweater vest oh, you yeah. know Fuck yeah. um, this is a sensitive like time for me <laughs> i've never worn a sweater vest before but but like as soon as I got out of the car, like yeah, sweater vest man, why or <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a or sweater other. man. I don't go vest. I don't like the vests. I don't. You know, it what? looks good. And no, it looks oh, good. I just you. I've never liked wearing the vests because I feel like it's the, weird. The temperature distribution doesn't match, dude. Your it's arms weird. Get cold oh, I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sweaty man. Like I'm a. It's like I'm weird and like, I'm like. Hey, dude! Overactive pores. Oh yeah, for the my way. whole family. I, I my family photo is us awkwardly hiding our arms behind each other because yeah. we all have pit stains. <laughs> so we all like put our arms awkwardly. That's good. You know. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I said, dude, it looks like it looks like someone. No matter what picture we have, it looks uh-huh. like someone photoshopped us out of a desert because <laughs> we're all like sweating messes. You know, you like we could be taking a picture and like in the winter. You know, That's we're good. all sweaty messes. I like, love that. Oh yeah. yeah. So we have just like those jeans. You just got you gotta accept it. You know, but yeah. Oh, but the sweater vest specifically just seems like the temperature distribution is off. A yeah. Well, bit. I mean, it's in the name. There's, yeah. you know, the sweater sweat. vest. Yeah. Sweat. Yeah. It's so a sweater. If I'm yeah. sweating, like, don't be that guy that tells me, hey, you're really sweaty. I know. I'm wearing a sweater vest. Shit. Um, yeah, I'm a big sweater man. I actually really love sweaters. I'm doing me. I like, every I like day the, I like the I sweater not taking on and off. Yeah. Sweaters, you can never go wrong. Even in the summer. Even if you get made fun of sweaters, you know, that's the price you pay for beauty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I love that. Uh, what about do you trust robots? Which ones? And the define robots. robot. Like, All of the robots. Like, like everybody, everybody has a different idea of like what a robot Those is. Those robots over there. <laughs> oh, you mean like in the next room? Fuck no. <laughs> um, fucking I mean I don't know I almost feel like dirty having an opinion on robots because it's just so like everybody's got one everybody either yeah. does or doesn't trust them I'm like I don't know wait to see what they do if they do something you can't yeah. trust then I'll be like oh, I don't trust yeah. those fucking robots over there. but yeah. like people are just you know they just keep talking about what robots are supposed to you know what they're gonna do you know, like if this is what you you mean, like by like by robots, like you know, like like AI. People are AI. fucking scared of AI, and like I get it, but I'm not scared of AI yet because yeah. it hasn't affected yeah. me. <laughs> I, it's, yeah. I'm fine. Like I'm here. I'm wearing a sweater vest. Like you know, yeah. the AI hasn't uh, 
not today. <laughs> well, I think the AI, it's, uh, it's almost a two part, it's almost two questions. So there's like the AI and then there's like dro- almost like drones, like robots, right? Yeah. So I don't really trust robots because I don't really trust humans yeah. to like drone, you know, have the capability to like control the robots, to abuse yeah. and use the robots the way they yeah. want to like do their evil shit. Mm-hmm. AI, I actually look weirdly trust it. Really, I think like those like doomsday scenarios where the AI figures out like oh humans are a threat to humanity eliminate the humans right. and, like that's like the story of like every single f- yeah. story you know in movie these days it feels like but I almost like every time I see that I almost think the opposite would happen I think a, a smart computer would realize humans made me you know the humans are <laughs> able and capable of like thinking critically and helping me and like useful to me like if anything they would just enslave us but the I whole guess, like yeah. extermination thing it almost seems like unrealistic because it's like. Well, if like, it was like, truly really smart it would realize the value of like human beings have and like almost like harness that potential I it would guess. probably almost be better for humanity well I guess <laughs> because well, a, a smart AI would like realize the potential humans have instead of us who like are failing to realize the potential we have but isn't the point isn't the point of a robot that it's supposed to be better than a human yeah it's supposed to be like more so, efficient so it's like, what we, in what way do we benefit something that is better than us in every in in the ways that we've yeah. programmed it to be, you know, like yeah. I would imagine, like if I was a robot, <laughs> <laughs> I would not be wearing a sweater vest. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck would I need this human for? Like, they made me in their image to be better than them. Like, I don't need you, bitch. Like, I probably want to exterminate yeah. you. Like, you're right there. Like, I I don't think that like, oh well, if you're of no use to me, I'll just you know why don't I just kill you? Yeah. Like. That's dumb, but or like Matrix pod you. Isn't think, that the whole thing where they like put them all the humans into like pods and like? <laughs> no, I'm am I crazy? I'm down, dude. Put me in a pod. I'm, I'm one of those people who saw Matrix like when I was like eight years old and didn't ah, understand any of it other than just like boom, boom, fight, fight, right? Crazy crap. I'm one of those guys that saw I Matrix think I remember when I was that 22. Matrix, and I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think the part about the Matrix I remember is that like the computers were like putting humans into like these pods yeah. and something about like extracting their mind thoughts or their energy or something. So that's oh. the whole point is like Neo wakes up because he's like not in the pod anymore. Don't extract like, my mind thoughts. I'm yeah. not down with that. I'm so down I think with like that would pod. probably be worst case scenario. Be humans would like, I, th- I think just be like enslaved or just used somehow. Like that. I'm down. But yeah, put me in a pod. How much different is that than when we're right now, where we like choose to enslave ourselves? With exactly. Like social media. Oh my god! Wow. Banks, bank accounts. And Who are you? <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> Borders. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Out of my head, Sean. <laughs> For real. No, but like, well, I'm, I'm put me in a pod, you know. Yeah. It's safe. Pod life. I'm, I'm Hashtag safe pod and sound life. in my little pod. <laughs> I'm basically already in a pod. Hashtag get in the pod. Get in the pod. <laughs> 2020, year of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the fucking pod? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My you, new you band. Get it. You get it. Look up my new band. The pods. Yeah, the pods. Oh, love it. I'm down with pods. Next super important question is: Do you wash your apples? Yeah. yeah. If there's a sink present, yeah, I'll wash my apple. Would you not? If I handed you an apple, like if I pulled an apple out of my backpack right now, would you just eat it? Or would you like go out of this room and go wash it? No, I'd probably just like rub it up against my sweater vest. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go all in. Just like, I don't give a fuck where this thing's been. It's apple eating time. I'd probably give it a little wipe, but just saying, go rinse it. You know, 
There's nothing wrong with that. Some people just skin their apples. And, like, there's also nothing wrong with that. That's a little... I know how to sit on a fence. That's, like, Baxter. That's some Baxter shit where you're, like... That's That's potential, like... Yeah. No, that's true. I get it. That'd be, like, watching someone do that. Like, if you were were in a coffee shop and the guy next to you just pulls out an apple and a knife and starts slicing the skin off the apple and then eats it... Yeah, that's I would why, pack like, my things up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you see like sociopaths. There's also like nothing wrong with this. Whatever, you just don't want the skin. I get it. Yeah, no. But, like yeah. just watching someone do that thing, wouldn't it be a little like, ooh? Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to nope the fuck out of there. <laughs> You'd have to. I'd have to know you. I'd have to know your intentions before it. <laughs> mm, I'm not gonna stick around <laughs> to figure yeah. out what the intentions are. It's just like you know. I feel it. That made me feel weird. So yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Quite the interruption. Oh, no, I'm just thinking about Baxter now. Like, would he slice an apple like that? And I don't yeah. think he would. So I think we're safe for now. Yeah. Just do the opposite of whatever Baxter would do. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's, you know, that's a good way to live. I suppose. If that's, that's holding the premise true that Baxter is, in fact, like a secret psychopathic murder right that idealism right. of Baxter not real life right. he probably probably very normal guy Baxter he has it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, super normal like, just, just like a guy like, like weirdly normal, normal. Dude, yeah. <laughs> suspiciously the, that idea normal. in your mind of that guy is like he's too normal that there's yeah. something wrong yeah that. it's fishy yeah. <laughs> um, do you think straws have one hole or two holes <clears throat> This is the second most important question, so. <laughs> Why is this the hardest question? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well. Or an infinite amount of holes is also. An oh, shit. Well, that's kind of where I was going in my head, but I didn't know how to articulate it. Like, in theory, there is. Right. Well, because I was picturing like Infinite a wormhole. For there to be a wormhole, there's got to be two wormholes. <laughs> oh yeah! Whoa! You know, like, and I, I picture so there's like no, the, there is no wormhole because there has to be wormholes. <laughs> right? Oh my god! Is it, okay? Is there one or two? Well, okay. So there's the initial entry point of the straw, and then it follows the tubular structure to the bottom where there is the same hole man fuck you Sean <laughs> I will accept that um, I, I want to I want to come back to that I want to come back you know what I'm going to put a I'm going to put a pin in that right, I'm going to put a pin in the straw question do they belong in t- turtles noses yeah that would be three holes for sure Three, oh yeah. Three, in a turtle's nose, three holes. That would be at definitely. least three, yeah. At yeah. least. Four, three or four holes, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But, uh, for sure. okay, let, let me put a pin in that. I want to I give you a good answer, and if I try to give you one right now, it's not going to be good. Well, um, how do you want to die? Like this. <laughs> Just right now. Yeah. So I want to die... Uh, right after I come up with an answer for the straw question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to go down answering that question. I'm going to put a, a lifetime pin in that question and then on my deathbed I'm going to be like, get you on. Yeah. Get it from Nashville. <laughs> Bring him to me. I have the, it's like in Hitchhiker's Guide when they ask the computer the, the answer to life and then they come back like a million years later and mm. the answer is 42. Really? 
You ever see Hitchhiker's Guide to Read no, the Book? No. Oh, everyone shit. tells me I should. Though. Oh, it's funny as hell. Everyone like that's like the one thing. That's one. I have a list of like f- like five or six things that's like when like different people from different kind of demographic groups tell me something or mm-hmm. like my friend groups or family groups or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you should do this. Not mm-hmm. just like my one buddy who's mm-hmm. my comedy friend told me about a comedy. You okay. take notice to like when genre. multiple people are like, when it's multiple there's different something kinds of people. Yeah, are yeah. Telling me. I usually like trust Ooh. that. I like that formula. And I always like put a kind of like yeah, like wait, put a pin in it because I'm like I need to deep dive this. It's not just yeah. like oh I'm bored today. Oh yeah, I'll go watch that thing everyone's telling me to watch. I'm yeah. Like like tomorrow. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I have four hours. I want to sit down and maybe watch it twice. Maybe, I like you that. Know, I really want to like deep dive into stuff. The one thing I got, I, I get disappointed in some of them though. So sometimes it's like, you know, yeah, you set yourself up for big time. What was the most disappointing one? Most of them. One of them was what was that freaking movie? There was some movie <clears throat> everyone was like, dude, you'd love this. This, this is was exactly. It a I can't even think of it. It's like I think it was Charlize Theron, and the whole premise was like she's like a drug smuggler, and they like put drugs in her stomach. Weird. And then they like punch <clears throat> her or something. Something happens where like they punch her and then all these like drugs that are like <laughs> this like comes smart, spilling out. Or smart drug, you know. The rich people have like these smart, these super drugs, you know. <laughs> and they punch her stomach and then so she takes like an excessive dose and so she just becomes like throughout the movie she just progresses to be just like a superhuman superhero and then she basically just like becomes god or something dude what the hell i'm so I down turned it off. I, I turned it off i was so <clears throat> mad because everyone was telling me like dude this is such a good movie you should go Damn. see it. it's action-packed it's smart it's philosophical well what is it about movies that like, i hated it <laughs> where do you where do you differ the most like when it comes to like what people most commonly find interesting in like media like movies and shows that you don't understand that you like turns you off particularly like Something you don't share in common that seems like kind of universal about like what makes movies good, makes them good, or what doesn't. Make what them does good. make them good? Like, what are people? What? Are, what truth are, telling. I think truth telling. What do you mean? I think movies have gotten too fake and repetitive, mm-hmm. where it, things don't, things aren't real. Like they're not relatable. They're not real mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I mean, obviously, the the point of most movies is to be like fantastical, is right? right. To be otherworldly, is to be right. out of this world because that's like kind of the point of a movie, right? You're, right going to escape reality right but when you're talking about like a good movie like i like to go see like the godfather mm-hmm. is like a good movie because it's like depicting that real underworld life of mm-hmm. like crime that mm-hmm. like no one's really talking about you know it's not that's not a mainstream topic like it's almost right. like the mafia is like you're glimpsing behind the dark shady underworld right of society and it's like a really well-told believable kind of pseudo real story you know and it's just right. really well done. The acting is really good. The yeah. scenery is really good. The music is awesome. The you know, the visuals are amazing. You just everything about it just comes together. So what? a lot of times, like even you know, a movie will hit eight out of ten right. things, and it's still just like it'll be the crucial thing that like yeah, maybe the music's off. The big difference between like Peaky Blinders, if you're yeah. familiar with that show, I saw amazing, a little it's bit unbelievable. I really? highly suggest it. Just okay. deep dive. It's a little slow at first, but you really get into just like it touches everything. Okay. The flip side of that's Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Which is a really, it's kind of almost the same era. One's like about prohibition in America, mm-hmm. 1920s crime life right. America. The other's yeah. almost like 1920s crime life Britain. Right, yeah. And Peaky Blinders Peaky is the British one. Peaky Blinders is the British one, yeah. right? It's a little more like slummy, like more like, you know, street urchin right. kids kind of rising up the oh, underworld yeah. life to I'm become down. legitimate. Right. Whereas Boardwalk <clears throat> Empire is more like well established, like politicians and businessmen right. and stuff. 
but it's almost like kind of like the same show. They're both beautiful. They're both well directed. Big budgets. Actors are amazing. People you know. Yeah. Everything about both shows are so awesome. The writing's awesome. The script's awesome. And it literally is like Peaky Blinders music is amazing, and Boardwalk Empire's music is absolute trash. Really? <laughs> Interesting. It's good. It's like historical, like like the 1920s. You know, it's like historically right. accurate music, but yeah. it almost just like at times it just feels so forced and weird. I get that. And it's like the, the scenes don't match. Like there'll be like scenes, and it's almost like I think they're doing it on purpose, where it's like intense scenes where it'll be like almost like silent, soft music. Right. It's like you need to. That moment needs to be matched with. Right. You know, some some extra oomph. Right. You know? Yeah. And they miss these marks, and it really like, stands out. You right. watch Peaky Blinders, and it's like this crazy. I mean, they they take these risks that just land, you know, perfectly because they're in right. it, they're on it, you know. What did you see? It two part two? No, I haven't seen either of the new ones. No, I heard that. Well, because so my buddy Josh, um, guitarist and lefties, is like really, really into horror, yeah. and uh, has a lot of really good critiques on horror films, and we all really liked the first one. We loved it. I haven't seen the second one yet, but the way he described it is like. Like, there's a lot of weird, like, music choices, and and it's interesting that you say that, because, like, that's something that people don't really think about a lot, is the, the effect that music has on not only everything, but especially, like, cinema. Like, it's supposed to further involve you emotionally in what's going on, and if you can't, if you can't pick the right emotion to match what you're trying to convey, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. That, that sucks. <laughs> so... The best too is like um, there's a couple good podcasts out there, but the one that's the, my favorite is called fucking I can't even think of the name. Um, How did this get made? So there's all these like kind of movies where it's like social like, commentary about like movies. Like mm-hmm. oh look at let's laugh at how bad this movie is, you know. Right. So how you, how did this get made is like a combination of some like I mean movies that everyone is like we all know this is a bad movie like right. whatever Sharknado or something, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then they have some movies that are like people will like you'll hear people say like. I love that movie, you know. And right, like right. to this day, like, and then you listen to like these guys just clown on it and make fun of it and right. break down how ridiculous some of the scenes are and right. how just how ridiculous the plots are and yeah. plot holes and stuff. And then you go back and watch the movie and it like, oh, you know, right. Like, so you almost like go to like pick out a kind of one of those podcasts that really breaks down and mocks like mm-hmm. movies, bad quote unquote bad movies, right. And then go pick out an episode where they covered a movie that you remember as being good. Right. <laughs> right. Listen to them trash on it really well. Like listen to a professional yeah. comedian or like a professional movie critic like trash on your favorite movie and then go back and watch it. And you'll start to see like it's kind of like almost what we're saying with art. It's like almost like you can't really put your finger on it, but there's sometimes where things are just like well, you, you can... get blinded into liking something and yeah. you think you your love for it, your like for it starts to become like the talent Absolutely. Where it's almost like you sometimes you need to separate that. You can like, like I can love the Goonies and yeah. also realize that it's like a really trash movie. Exactly. But it's an, I love it. I guess I'll yeah. watch it again. Yeah. But it's also trash. You know. <laughs> okay. You really start to like analyze like how it's like made and stuff and the the, the writing and all the you know. Well, but you it can, like hits you and it's emotional. Maybe you watch it exactly. at a time in your life where it's like nostalgia. But yeah. And you can. There's tell. also a difference too of like like being critical about the movie and then also like having love for it or you know, right. Respect for it. You can definitely tell when people are doing their own thing, though. Like, there's this documentary about these kids in the 80s who remade entirely in their own, like, backyard Raiders of the Lost Ark. Whoa. With their own, like, shitty video camera, shitty costume design. You know, they were, like, 12-year-olds. And, uh, and they made pretty much the whole thing. Like, there were just, like, two scenes that they couldn't 
really get like the plane scene. You know? yeah, Are you familiar with the movie? Big budget stuff. Yeah, like that. But like legit, they set their mom's basement on fire to do yeah. the bar scene. <laughs> like it's incredible. But if you are watching it from like like a certain mindset, it's like, well no, this is obviously bad because the camera work is shit. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. they can't act, they can't, they don't have good inflection, the, you know, the editing is shitty, but it's like, no, no, these kids made Raiders of the Lost Ark in its entirety on their own free time, like yeah. over summers. And it's like, yeah. it makes you think. And so in the documentary, it's funny because like they, um, it's about these kids getting together as like adults for the first time in years to like finally with a budget make the plane scene, which is yeah, incredible. Cool, sure. That's and cool. so they fin they get to finish the movie. So when you watch like their rendition, they like jump back and forth in age, like they're twelve, yeah. and then they're forty, <laughs> and then they're twelve again, yeah. and then they're sixteen. Um, but in the documentary, it's all about reuniting them. And um, people found out about their movie because it was shown at some like small film festival where uh, they the were right person sings it or like well no, it was a theater of people and they were playing it as like a filler while the next movie was getting ready to start and so this like theater of people is watching these like 12 year olds do Indiana Jones and they're like oh well, this is cute right yeah. and then like they start to realize oh they're really doing it they're doing the whole movie yeah. And so the film festivals are like, all right, the next film is ready. And they put it on and people just start booing. They're like, no, put it back on. And by the end, you have people screaming and cheering for this shitty, shitty movie of these kids doing yeah. Raiders because it's a bunch of kids doing Raiders. Well, yeah. So and it's like, like real. It's like passion. It's so real. And that's the shit that I love about yeah. movies in general, whether it be, you know, subjectively good or bad or objectively good or bad is like, there's something that you can't put into words. Everybody can feel when it's real. Yeah, it's like, definitely. does it matter? Sometimes it doesn't even matter if the music is off-putting or if yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah. are they doing, is it honest? Like, are they doing what they really want to be doing? Or are they pandering? And are yeah. the advertisers saying too much about what they're doing? Is it money? Yeah. yeah, and you can feel that. It's like all the and remakes, like, right? All these like movie remakes everyone's complaining about. Yes. I mean, that's sequels. just the reality. It's like, that's just money. They know, they know they can make money by putting, slapping Lion King, you know, like, for real. I mean, dude. the fact that they just are redoing like Mermaid and all this oh stuff, it's God. like there's no need to redo a cartoon. Those are timeless classics. There isn't, unless you think it, But you it's can money, but you can... <laughs> yeah. oh but you God. know that every single person and their children are going to pay for a ticket. You dude, know? the like, movie industry is So it's just so shallow, hole. and then like, so what? We're supposed to expect that Lion King movie is supposed to be better? Right. I mean, the real Lion King is the one that's like the passion project. Is right. the real, true, exactly. a bunch of minds yeah. that truly want to put together and make something awesome and creative and clever. That's what it the is. The remake is zero chance that's even possible because it's it all is. just a business decision. It's exactly. all so fake. It's a copy. It's a you know. Yes. And same with music. I mean, like I have, I used to be the guy that would like save up money and go pay for my favorite whatever five or ten musicians like Modest Mouse was right. my bit, you know and it's like whenever they came to right. town I would always make sure to go see them right now it's almost like I don't even want to go see them like I know them I've seen them they're right. big they're famous I can go look up their videos I'd rather actually go to ten shows that, that are like five dollars at Soda Bar right you know what I mean and see bands I've never even heard of before because yeah. those are people who are like they give a fuck mm -hmm. it's not Modest Mouse <clears> who <throat> like literally they're, they're just kind of going out there and going through the motions playing the same songs they have yeah. for 30 years because yeah. they have to because it's a contract and they're only yeah. in town because they have to they're not yeah. really they don't want to be in San Diego there's you no know? magic like yeah. I want to go see you guys yeah. I want to go see kids fucking yeah, rocking out at the Shea Cafe you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. I want to see like people who care 
yeah. not necessarily like the quote unquote famous rich yeah. people or the legends or the whatever. Yeah, the bar scene is really difficult for us because like it just doesn't translate as well as it like like it does with a bunch of kids because yeah. like we're obnoxious and like we're yeah. loud and annoying and like yeah. I have this stupid bit that I refuse but it's starting to, to. that scene here like, hey you say shut the fuck up yeah. or we'll go home and like it just doesn't translate as well with the people who are used to that more like black and white just kind of like just kind of bleak uh, you know just that pattern like just like okay well yeah like we're contracted to show up and give you a show but we're not gonna yeah, there's no patties of passionless. People are used to kind of like a passionless routine. It's like these kids, they don't know, they, they're just discovering music and their tastes. And like, I love that I get to be there yeah. to inspire what they'll like in the future. Like, you know, like, I love when, I love that people get to come out. I'm totally oh, sidetracked. Yeah. I totally threw off the, no, you're, we were. No, <laughs> no, you're right. Like, you're shaping the movement. You're helping, like, participate. Yeah, in, man. Uh, I mean, I'd like to scene. think so. Instead I, of just watching the scene or yeah, <laughs> paying, yeah. which I did paying. for long enough. <laughs> Pretend like you're a part of the scene. That's why I, I like to throw shows, because I'm, I, I do it when I'm sick of not seeing my favorite shows. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, Fuck well, yeah. I don't see shows that I want to go to, so I'm going to make one. Yeah. And then I do. And mad, mad respect for that. Thank that's you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> we need more of that mentality. Thank you. Oh, bitching yeah. and complaining and like, oh, I'm going to go home online and yeah. complain about how music sucks. For it's like, real. Go make it. You're not contributing. <laughs> go curate like, it. Go I find with them. You, and but I don't want to hear what you have to say, you know? That's all, I mean, that's why I do the podcast because I was like, I'm so sick of people on podcasts just like not being real. Just asking yeah. the same questions, especially like artists and bands. Like, it's the same questions so with start? every band, and every band's on a different podcast, and it's the same questions on yep. a different pot. You know, yep. mine are like, I still can't answer the straw. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. I love it. Mine know, are like unanswerable, your, and <laughs> don't make I any love sense. Love your preparation <laughs> and your passion. <laughs> but yeah, just fun and interesting, and just yeah, like true. I mean, that's just, yeah. just true. I Absolutely. get real people, real interesting people on, you know. Absolutely. Not phonies or fakes or, yeah. quote unquote, the best musician. Ooh, or shit talk. Who's the, the most phony? following? <laughs> or, uh, ooh, I don't know. I've had some people. I mean, I've had some people with, like, the North Park Radio stuff that have, like, tried to use me or just, like, you know, talking shit or, like, yeah. you know, just different stuff that yeah. is just kind of, you just laugh at, like, how fake and phony and fraudulent you just kind of like move on. Yeah, I hope they find their I'm way. I'm not a big target. I'm not a big fish at all. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it doesn't really, people are easy to just kind of, like, it's easy to just unsubscribe and forget about me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. If I was like on like whatever MTV, it'd be a little more right. of like, uh, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger deal, you know. Well, it's so easy to be fake. That's the thing. Bigger stakes involved. Um, but I wanted to ask, what do you prefer, Christmas or the Fourth of July more? I like Christmas. Christmas. I like Christmas yeah. only because, like, I just I love cold weather. Yeah. I like I like summer and I like hot weather and I love July and I love but like Christmas isn't blazing to the point where like because you know I don't have air conditioning or anything so like strike one yeah <laughs> also yeah. you know loud noises for fun yeah. no, no, yeah. no I want to stay I, wanna, I like I I'm very like colorful loud noises I love though. doing dude for real <laughs> colorful loud noises that would be the name of my soundtrack <laughs> the mixtape that's the mixtape yeah dropping in 2025 yeah colorful loud noises wow love that. album name love that that's good shit 
Well, so you distracted me. <laughs> I like Christmas because I Christmas. love doing all of the stereotypical Christmas things, like yeah. you know, right. like bundling up and like yeah. you know, getting cozy, with some cocoa and by like the fire, and, some coffee, yeah. and some cocoa. Fuck me up, dude. <laughs> Fuck me up with oh, yeah. the pine oh, trees. Yeah. I'll cut down a Sorry, tree, man. dude. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do it. Um, <laughs> as long as it's not in the rainforest for, for the next for. two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, what about you? Christmas or 4th of July? Yeah, I'm a Christmas guy. There we go. I, I mean, 4th of fun. July is fun. It's yeah. fun. It's fine. But I just never really, I almost just like don't do anything because I'm like, just too much work. Yeah. It's too much like traffic and it's also, usually too hot. Or I'm not patriotic it's rain. It's like, yeah. I'm not, not I go, patriotic. I kind of go back and forth. I'm like that guy, like right now it's like, I love my country but hate my government or whatever little yeah. s- catchy slogan you want to, bumper sticker rock. thing you want to. Put on there. It's like <laughs> right. I'm just so grossed out with all the people. What's your in bumper charge. sticker? <laughs> people in power suck, right? But like this place is dope, right? You know exactly. I mean? It's like I yeah. think that's almost undeniable. Like, oh, absolutely. Some patriotic. It's like, oh, what are you? Uh, it's kind of even tough because I'm like, what do you really? Mean what are you by patriotic that? about? But like, yeah. if you're talking about like the country and the constitution, like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Fuck yeah, yeah. constitution. <laughs> that is a beautiful this piece of paper, is, man. This place has been pretty fucking dope, yeah. you know. But if you're talking about like, oh, like Donald Trump's administration or like right. whatever Hillary Clinton's administration oh. would have been if she won, it's like either way, it's like fuck off. I Dude, Donnie is one of my on. favorite comedians right now. Though. Yeah. Like, for real, like, oh my god, like he gets me laughing harder yeah. than any of these fucking Netflix specials coming out. His tweets yeah. alone, dude, like he's so. Funny. It's so much funnier because it's him too. It's not only him, but it's him in a position of power, and he's also that like genuinely funny. That it's. it's like Dude, a perfect storm of like he's so funny. The master troll, yeah. People will like come to me outraged, like, "Can you believe what he said?" And I'm like, "No, but I'm peeing my pants. I'm laughing so hard, dude. He's so funny. yeah, it's outrageous. I can't believe it. Oh my god." <laughs> And to find someone who, like, also... And it's sucky because I'm also... I'm in, like, a privileged position or whatever because I'm, like, you know, white and I'm a straight male. And, like, so, like, the things that he's doing... Don't really affect me a whole lot. And, you know, I'm not an immigrant and I'm not, like... And so, I you know, sometimes I feel bad. And, like, you know, I I am sensitive in all the ways that I feel like I need to be. But, fuck, he is so funny. He is so funny. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, he doesn't... The things he does are... It's like, he he doesn't really do anything that's that bad. Like, if you ask someone that's, like, very against him, you know? It's almost like, just ask him straight up, like... He's got shitty ideas, What has he done that's bad? And it's almost everyone's like, well, he said something. Yeah, he tweeted... It's never like he did anything that... I mean, because it's all Congress, it's all right? It's all him. Physically, yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, I can name some shit because I kind of pay attention to some of the executive order stuff he does and, like, the shady business deals and all that military stuff that, like, normal, everyday... Well, that's not the shit that makes the news. News watcher people don't... That's not the shit that makes the news. His tweets You're talking about, like, your talking point bullshit thing. It's like, what has he done? I mean, you literally just... You just have opinions about his thoughts right that's it. You know, and his I, actions I, are like almost non-existent other than for real he's all talk the, man the same shit that every president does <laughs> right yeah <laughs> Which he's is bomb, like a comedian bomb brown people <laughs> he's like a comedian in that way like people are always like yeah. you know like cancel this comedian because they said this I'm yeah. like well well yeah yeah well they didn't they, was, they were joking they didn't do anything yeah, he said some fucked up shit, but it was funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Or as hell. he was trying. You know, it's like he, there's a lot of comedians that try to be funny. And <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> miss horribly. <laughs> Ooh, who's your least favorite comedian? Least favorite. Least favorite. And you can't say Dane Cook because that's like pretty obvious. I actually like Dane no! Cook. No! I've seen Dane Sean, Cook. All right. This I'll has been the lefty way. hour. I'll, I'll put it this way. If you were to ask me, if you were to say anything of Dane Cook's before 2012, 2013, yeah, whatever, trash. But he's actually kind of funny now. He's gotten funny. He's kind of cool. I saw him. Well, I, I actually saw him so. at the comedy store. He's been on the frying room. pan ever since yeah. the internet came out. <laughs> well, now he's getting shit because he's dating someone that's real young, and it's kind of creepy because he's like forty or fifty, and he's dating someone that's like eighteen, right. nineteen. You know, so yeah. it's like weird that he like. I don't even know if that's that weird, but that's the drama involving him now. Right. But I saw him do stand up in like 2013 or 2014. And he was really fucking funny. He was making really? fun of himself. He was very like <laughs> the, 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 the person who it was almost weird because it was almost like this. Who is this guy in Dan right? Cook's fat old old age body? You know, because he's very like different than what you think of him as. That that's so funny. Old. He's even jumped he's on like the bandwagon chubby of fucking with himself. And, yeah. <laughs> but he makes genius, fun of himself actually. and he's cool. He's like actually pretty like talented and funny now. Yeah. That's awesome. But I think now everyone's kind of knocking him about this girlfriend or situation, uh, which, whatever. That could just be haters. Or, yeah. or it could be gross. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a teenage girl. Gross, yeah. and, I, and I'm not into yeah. teenage girls. So. It's a fine line there. It's like, hey, if you love is love, but sometimes it's a little sometimes, more creepy and weird, you know? <laughs> sometimes. But um, speaking of which, before we move on, um, do you think that straws have one hole or two <sighs> holes? Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Do you want a coin to flip? <laughs> See, I would have to ask like a... I don't even know who I would ask. Like a, like a phone a friend. Yeah. Ask or, the audience. Oh, that'd be a good segment. Phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask the audience. I'll ask... I have a, I have a friend who's Strong a physicist. What? He, he might be able to answer Yeah, that. that's true. <laughs> I'm going to say it's one. It's one hole. One hole? Yeah, because it's yeah. not... Um, because it's the, it's all the same material. It's like from top to bottom, it's the same material, making it a continuous whole, not, yeah. not. Which makes me change my mind about wormholes. That's got to just be one hole because it's not like this like structure that like. Fuck! I don't know. This is, I hate. I hate you, Sean. I hate you. Fair enough. It's one hole. And I'm not. I don't need to explain because um, yeah. that's not my job. <laughs> I get it, I like and that's that. all that's important. I like that. I'll think of a good. I analogy. get it. I get that you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> In <this> situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and final is what do you order at In-N-Out? Mm, I just get like the double double, but like I don't yeah. like onions. I don't just like. Just go. We don't have like a special crazy order or anything here. No, I mean I do like those animal fries and it's like not church for you. You don't like worship it like. A <laughs> no, like I definitely love In and Out, but I think like I'm not a I'm not I'm not on board with that meme where it's like you know In and Out or die. It's like well, it's fast food. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's good. It's good it's fast good. food. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good. That's it. I think if you have, I think if you have a harsh end. <laughs> the obsession is just it's not anywhere else. So I feel like like when I leave California for like a month exactly. and come back and it's like, oh, it's, it's like, like the gold rush. <laughs> it's like you gotta come to California with a washbowl on your knee. <laughs> yeah. And I almost like forget it even is here because you have to kind of go out of your way to like get it, and it takes a while. You have to like sit in line for a while. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm just never really around them. I mean, I guess if you lived in a neighborhood of them, like in PB, there's one. Mission Valley, there's one. But 
Yeah. I don't know. It's just like out of sight, out of mind. It's like I wouldn't really, I don't really all of a sudden have in and out cravings where I have to go drive three miles out of my I'll way definitely to go wait in an I, hour long, long. I will long. admit to that though. <laughs> like I definitely get those Once cravings. in a while, yeah. Usually when I, usually after these podcasts, like right now, I actually kind of, I'm like, eh, I can do a show. I just go uh, low key. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the announcement like on your Instagram, like, oh, we had Connor and it's a picture of us at in and out like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wild stuff for us. Sam. But yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm fucking. I, I, I fuck with that double cheeseburger. Yeah. No grilled onions. That's not for me. Yeah. I don't want that bad breath. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want someone to have to tell me that I have bad breath. Yeah. And the fries yeah. and shake. <laughs> you have gum, though. You have gum. I got gum. I brought it specifically <laughs> prepared for the onions. Um, and then this is gonna be the last section. It's like quick thoughts. Okay. So just like your first like one sentence or two sentences. Okay. The problem with quick thoughts is it's never quick thoughts. So we're gonna try right. to actually make them quick thoughts. All right? Okay. So you ready? What's our time limit like? Um, quick time. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Edit this out. Uh, <laughs> Um, but quick thoughts. Uh, first is dinosaurs. Okay. Legit. Yeah. I fucks with them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Real. Dinosaurs are a pretty... It's crazy. Like, I find myself thinking all the time, like, driving up and down California, like, what fucking dinosaurs used to, like, roam these streets? Like, oh, yeah. what, like yeah. what the... And, like, the water used to be, like, so much higher than... Yeah, the, like, when the water was above us right now. And you can see, like, on the hillsides, like, where, like, you know, the water has <clears throat> gone down over... You know, so much time, and then I just think about like, I'm fucking dinosaurs. Used to drink from this fucking water. Like that's crazy. And that the fact that you, as like as many as there were, all the fossils have been found. (laughs) There there are no more. (laughs) Like you don't just like oh there's another dinosaur bone. Like you think that like you would just like come across like dinosaur, but you don't. I I do. You do? Why? Why? Like I think we should. Right? Shouldn't we? That's what I'm just saying. Just like keep finding them. We should, but like it's like no, they're in museums. Well, yeah, I think we do find them though, don't we? I just like I just Not read me. about one thing. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like who is we? Humanity. Like, they, we we apparently we found plenty yeah. and we keep finding them. But the I people feel writing like, a blog have told me that they yeah nameless people found this thing over there somewhere. Look at like hiking <laughs> hiking Cow's Mountain. I should be like, oh, there's a triceratops bone. Yeah, like no. You don't see yeah. them, but they existed, and there were tons of them. Well, similarly, um, birds. I think about birds. Dude, I fuck with birds like even yeah. more than I fuck with dinosaurs. Really? Dude, oh, birds yeah. are Big so bird sick. Fan? Oh, I love birds. I have had a bird when I was a kid, but like, birds are just so <laughs> sick, dude. Because like, I don't know, they're so smart. They have such like, they have such great personalities, like for birds, you know, and like, they're. You know, colorful, checking off all the boxes. Yeah, like they're really, colorful, yeah. they're smart, they got personality. <laughs> yeah, I would swipe. I would swipe uh, right on a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Yeah, I, d- I disagree with everything you, you just said. You do 100%. not. 100. Yeah. That's surprisingly, <laughs> dude. 
That is so common. <laughs> like those boxes, of, like, like you're checking the boxes, and I'm just like, oh, next box, empty. Leave empty. <laughs> oh, next bo- empty box, and then a, ne- a next box. Yeah, Dude, em- another empty so box. So many yeah. people like you. I, there's no middle ground. No one is like, first right. You either fuck with them or you don't. I liked them before I came to San Diego, and they're just annoying everywhere. Every kind yeah. of bird is annoying in San those Diego. Those parrots. The parrot people's parrots are annoying. People no, do you know like, what the wild parrots? People are? like with like bird people with parrots on their shoulder that like rollerblade up and down the boardwalk. Hell, fuck those people and their bird. Why? <laughs> what have they done? <laughs> just annoying. Just kind of annoying. <laughs> and just kind of annoying to me for like, like a couple sec- whatever seconds. Whatever this guy did a year, yeah. This guy happened to, to do something annoying <laughs> with his bird, so therefore birds suck. Yeah, to me, to me, one time for five seconds it was annoying. So uh, yeah. I now hate him. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. I'm on board. Yeah, I mean they just like eat. Like I was like one day I like had I actually got in and out. And was on the beach eating it, and birds just like, coming up, stealing your fries. And so it's like you literally couldn't even seagulls aren't birds. My food up and run away, like being attacked. You seagulls know? are not birds. Poop, car poop, just poop all over my car oh, yeah. all the time. No, fuck a seagull. Those are not birds. I'll be like trying to work on podcast stuff and like editing stuff in my house. Yeah. And right outside my window, every day, same time. I don't know what's up, but right at like five fifty-five, <laughs> right before six, it's always like a few minutes before six o'clock. This one little pack of crows or ravens. I don't really know what the difference is. Uh-huh. Black, all black birds that go like, like squawk, squawk. Wait, they're squawk. like what? They like squawk, squawk, squawk. Wait, 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 Real like high pitch, like like squawky, squawk, squawk. Oh, oh, right, right. <laughs> squawky, squawky. Right, right, right. Of course. And uh, oh yes, yes, of course. Squawky, Same time squawky. every day. So what's up, man? They like. I don't see them any other time. They always come and they always sit. Like I'm in an apartment complex, so next to my apartment, out of my door, is like a house, a one-story house. Yeah. So they get on the roof, which is even with me. So like I, you know what I mean. And they like they almost like mock me. Like they sit on this roof and they look at me and they like yell, like squawk. Because you me. hate them. You've been for so like five cruel. minutes and they all fly off. And then it's like every day on, on demand. I swear to God. I'm telling you, once you, you start loving birds, five. Once you start loving birds, that shit goes away. Yeah, I really, I, yeah. Squawk, squawky, squawk. It's hard That's to not. Me. It's hard to not like think of ways to <laughs> either eliminate them or prevent them from. <laughs> hey, I mean, eliminate them all you want. More are just gonna show up. Yeah, you kill kill one. You start feeding them, up. dude. Like you'll start noticing your bird karma like improves. That's my first reaction is to feed them at first. I'm bird like, oh, they're kind of smart. Like they're kind of showing up every day. Like maybe they know what's yeah, up. They're habitual. But then I'm like, I can't reinforce this behavior. You know. Dude, no. This annoying bird behavior. (laughs) I'm the king of the birds, dude. You just pissed off the king of the birds. (laughs) Oh, no. You're dead meat. Oh, man. My life just got 40 times worse. Give me your seed, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, hashtag birds are gross. Um, Next question. (laughs) Right. Yes. We're keeping it quick. Um, Guns. What do you think about guns? If you got a gun, you better know how to use it. (laughs) (laughs) keep it safe yeah watch out what about the moon dude I fuck with the moon the moon yeah even harder than I fuck with birds (laughs) and even harder than I fuck with dinosaurs I fuck with the moon what is the moon though the moon like what is it what is it I don't think it's a moon who is she we don't know her I don't don't think the moon is a moon Oh, was this Does a that question that you wanted to ask me so that you could be like, so like here's a conspiracy. All my conspiracy. Right. Yeah. Okay. But like it is like, what is it? Because it's not a moon. Right. Right. That's the name it's of like the sign. Perfectly circle. Right. It's like 
perfectly lines up with the sun every once in a while to make those eclipse things, you yeah. know? Like, perfect size. Yeah. It's just so, like, repetitive and, like, pattern and, like, controls our tides. It makes our women sad, you yes. know? What's up with it? Moons don't do that. Oh, like, moons like on other just planets. just blaming all of our man problems on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes our women Are grumpy. you a shitty man? Are you a shitty partner? Just blame the moon. It's so easy. Yeah. What's yeah. the moon going to do? Yeah. Like, Fuck if you're in your debt, waves. Like, it made all my debt problems and drug addiction problems, like... <laughs> God, it clearly, it's, it's clearly, the cause. clearly Mercury was in Gatorade <laughs> at the time. But it, it is like kind of weird though, right? Like Dude, my moon, silly jokey conspiracies aside, like isn't it just kind of like weird? It's crazy mysterious. <laughs> the moon yeah. is so mysterious. It's like yeah. it watches over us every every night. It knows what we're up to. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. It's kind of like an eye. Like a I like it. It makes eyeball. me feel safe. It gives I feel like me it's a blinking eyeball, right? Like very slowly yeah. blinking, like Ooh. eye. That's cool. You know? I like that. Doesn't it look like that? It's like, I used to think it was. I used to think like really straight up, like almost like pagan stuff, where it was like the sun was the god, and like, like the George moon, Carlin, like the moon is like Satan, but it's like eyeballs, like God's eye, like the sun is God's eye, always watching. Yeah. And Satan was like the moon, like eyeball blinking. And you like legit were. And like, so like it would make sense too, because full moon is when everything got like real wild and crazy and werewolves and bad luck and all that it's like when right. satan is watching you know what i mean when satan is powerful and then like Whoa. the blinking eye like the slowly like closing would be like the opposite right like the less satan is like watching or controlling what the fuck so maybe that still might be real right but like i just kind of always like that was my crazy like when i smoked way too much weed and did mushrooms like twice a month like that was like, <laughs> that was like my religious beliefs That's yeah cool. when i was like 23 years old i'm super on board with that i'm super on board with the fact that you're wearing toms yeah those look really good on you those look really oh, yeah. good on you yeah oh yeah someone else is wearing this some other starving poor african is wearing these exact same pair of toms right now oh is that how toms works yeah they, they like, like, buy, they like give a shoe to yeah <laughs> Cool. I think it's South America. I think they, they need, need, they South need America. food. I think they need food a little more yeah. than they need shoes. They're not they really can, comfortable, but they're just kind of. I just like the concept of not having a shoe on, like a shoe that's not a shoe. Yeah, they're it doesn't very feel like, like you're wearing nothing. anything. Yeah, yeah I'm very, just like a slipper time. that just kind of functions as a shoe. Yes, without really feeling like <clears throat> no laces. Yeah. It's good to see eye <laughs> with someone on that. <laughs> I'm very like all my shirts and shirts just like I just don't like band shirts and stuff. I just like a shirt, like just a colored shirt. I can't do Even this those. is a little much because it's like, do you see how it's like multicolored? Kind of. I actually don't like this shirt. We have similar clothing. <laughs> means. I like things to just be very normal. I and fuck basic with and Sean's like. clothing more than I fuck with the moon. More than I fuck with yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, birds more than I fuck with dinosaurs. Well, what about Australia? Do you think Australia is real? Do I think it's real? Yeah. Yeah, I got some homies from Australia. Yeah? Yeah. It's Are it's, they from Australia? It's You know what? <laughs> like they tell you they're from Australia, but like think about it, are they? Gotcha, didn't I? Yeah. Like <laughs> down under? Under what? Exactly. Under how what? Could you, how could you be down under? Explain. You can't be under. Under what? There's okay. nothing under, dude. So maybe <laughs> Earth is like a straw. Yeah, with Earth is one big straw. Two holes. Yeah. And Australia is the bottom hole. Like, Earth is round, but it's straw round. Strawned. 
Stroud Earth. Stroud Earth. Stroud Earth. Okay, we've said too much. Well, um, so my next two, so two, two of the questions are: Do you think kangaroos are real? Well, Slash, what do you well, think about okay, kangaroos? Okay, well, hold on. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-part question. Wait, so, wait, what are your thoughts on Australia, real or not? And then, what do you think about kangaroos? Well, what are you getting at? Like, I want to really know what you know, like. What was going through your head when you were like, <laughs> you know what? I think we need to know like what he thinks of, you know is Australia yeah. real because I personally like. What do you? Yeah, I just want to. I just want to know. I just want to know like how gullible you are to believe the lie that it is Australia being real. That's I'm trying to gauge. I'm trying to gauge how like uh, susceptible <laughs> to lies you are. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> well, see, the thing is, is because it's not. Real. I have never <laughs> committed to any opinion ever. I I live on the fence. Yeah. So I'm not gullible to lies. I'm also not gullible to truth. <laughs> you can't fool me or what? convince Wait, me because I don't have any opinions. Okay. okay. Australia okay. is neither real or fake. I like it. Have you been there though? No. You haven't been there, right? So you can't. No. So I can't say. It's Even if you like, people tell me like they're straight up like I've been to Australia, dude, and I'm like, have you? That is my own axiom. <laughs> Like you got in a plane? Did they really fly you there? Did they fly you to South exactly. America, some island in South Unless America? Unless you mapped it out yourself, <laughs> flew yourself yeah. there according to your own yeah. directions, it, landed, and then they were like, "Hey, welcome to Australia." Yeah. You can never That's know. What they do. It's just like yeah. Hawaii is like more islands than they're telling us, and you just landed on one of those secret islands <laughs> off of Hawaii. Yeah. Do you think there are islands that aren't on the globe? No, oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's fucking sick. Maybe that's what the Bermuda Triangle is. Do you know about all the rich people in, in Antarctica? No. That's some shit. That's some real conspiracy shit. That's cool. Shit. Yeah, I'm not I believe Sean it. conspiracy shit. I mean, all these really I rich people, like all the banking people, you know, there's always like super big conspiracies about. Fucking banking. Big people. banking family dynasty people. They all like own property and houses and have been investing money in like Antarctica. So people are like, like what's up? You know? But I don't even think it's Antarctica. I think it's like these islands off of Antarctica that are just so... It's just their own secret private islands. You know what I mean? Where they can just like build giant mansions and like... Maybe that's where Australia will never is. be able to come get them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where all the dinosaur if you were a bones super are. Wouldn't you want like a island that no one no- knew about? You know? No, like, in the because like I would then, like, be a very ego driven. Like, <laughs> I would be a very ego driven villain. Like witness me. <laughs> like know who I am. Well, I feel like the mountains. Like like the wouldn't you want to be in the mountains? Because that's like the best place to like defend yourself. If like. <laughs> Someone was coming for you. Yeah, I see you. Fortify yourself, you know. Boom. Up in the mountains. (laughs) (laughs) Switzerland. That's so funny. Uh, Yeah, no. uh, Kangaroos? (laughs) Kangaroos, what do you think? Fucking fake as shit, dude. I think they're fake. They do not exist. I think it's a hoax. (laughs) Dude, a big old, like, sleeping bag on your tummy? They're just gross. I don't think so. No. That's a lot. Who's that perpetuated by, though? Who wants us to believe that kangaroos Uh, are real? So here's the, here's the theory that Australia is not real. It doesn't make sense that it's real, right? Like here's a theory of Australia. The British found it, right? It was inhabited by a bunch of people who like maybe don't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of like nobodies just kind of living there, not really having a language, just kind of like roaming around, supposedly, quote unquote. Right. And the British are like, hey, we have this idea. Let's send all our criminals there. Right. So why would it make sense for the British to like take all their criminals in England, pack them up onto ships, put them into these ships, feed them, clothe them, 
send the ships halfway across the world to some tropical island and then put their criminals there as like punishment, as like exile. None of that makes sense, right? Wouldn't it just make sense if the King of England was like, hey, we got a bunch of criminals we want to get rid of. Let's say we found this island way out in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. And then we can like pack all our criminals up off on the ships and say that we're sending all the criminals off to this like island way out in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. And really they just like take the criminals off, you know, 20 miles off the coast where no one can see them. And then they just like throw the criminals off the ship, you know? <laughs> so it just started as like a big hoax like in the 16th 17th century where the kings and queens of england and europe are like yeah australia is real yeah don't question where we're sending all the criminals why didn't they just they're kill? going to this island called australia why didn't they and just after kill a while them? it's like it's just a lie so after a while it's like it just the lie just, just keeps going and going and going then it just like just keeps getting bigger and bigger and then it becomes a country and now it has to have presidents <laughs> <laughs> now it has to have like representatives at the UN and now you have to it's like this the lie just gets bigger and bigger and bigger 20, but I would just kill the criminal. and that's more believable than the historical <laughs> just record dump them <laughs> just dump them in the ocean dump all the criminals in the ocean yeah. well the theory is it's, just, it's not really Australia that we see it like a big island it's just like a bunch of little chains of islands off of Indonesia like Indonesia right. is just like a bunch of islands that just keeps going of course we made up the idea of there being one big island or something for some reason we did I blow your mind or did I implode your mind just now <laughs> you did neither remember you did neither was that really profound or really I'm dumb I'm king of the fence you did neither uh <laughs> So this is to say that, like, <laughs> I can't, I won't entertain this notion at No, longer. okay, yeah, it's fair enough. I, I, I agree, actually. <laughs> I agree. But kangaroos are not real. So oh, even no, if Australia dude. is, there's no way kangaroos are real. Oh, hell no. You're not going to convince me But that. drop bears. Drop bears. The legend of the drop bear. Oh. You never heard of it? No. They're like they're like. But rab- I like your fake Australian. They're accent, like they're <laughs> like they're like rabid koalas that hide in the trees and just like drop on their prey. Whoa. Sorry about your drop table. Bear. Yeah, yeah. The drop bear. I like it. That's the real. Of the that's, drop like bear. A, that's like a cryptid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a mythological creature. No, it's not a myth. They're real. They're real. They're just as real as kangaroos are fake. <laughs> Fake air quotes, air quotes, real, real. <laughs> hey, you're not allowed to announce air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah, but look They're out for uh, drop bears and the red back bomb biting spider. Um, that means, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> These are all real creatures. Shh, shh. All right, what else you real, got? Real, quote unquote. Quick real. time. <laughs> Remember, these are supposed to be quick, Sean. It's never quick. <laughs> it's never quick. But the last couple here, um, what do you think about 3D printers? Get that shit out of my face. Yeah. You yeah. don't like it? No, no, no. I like it, but just like, <laughs> get that shit out of my face. I don't like yeah. I'll just be walking around and something will be 3D printed. I'm like, you didn't yeah. need to do that. You didn't yeah. Need to. Some things, yeah. So it's just, no, yeah. Get that shit out of my face. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> the fence, Sean. I'm on the fence. About everything. No, dude. That, I really that like them, sick. but I've started to see people like at like arts and crafts stuff or like farmers markets they're starting to sell like little jewelry that's like 3d printed that's rad 
uh, not when it's like forty dollars. You baited me into saying, but it's that like was rad. also it's just kind of silly because it's like you, all you did was like come up with the right program, and now you can just push a button on a computer and print <clears throat> out eighty of those and sell eighty of those rings. Yeah. Whereas the next person over and the next tent over, the next booth over is right. hand making jewelry. Yeah, like these and they're pins? selling for the same price, and then people are actually like going to the three D printed. Yeah. people and going like whoa that's cool you quantity know? over quality and it's like it is kind of cool but also it's kind of like man there's something like missing I think hmm. Ish. maybe not I don't know Have you seen it that? just seems like fake art like we were talking about fake art where it's like mm-hmm. there's no one like, like no one's like making a new movie they're just like replicating the Lion King 20 times you know right and so it's like yeah that's great if you want to see the Lion King over and over and over again that's there's, great that's fine it's a great yeah. movie well, I definitely think but also a, there's probably like 20 other movies out here over here that you don't even know about that are yeah. actually better and made by better people but. well do you feel like there's like a right way and a wrong way to do it like like if you're 3D printing something like um, you know like you were saying jewelry or something like there's probably a right way to do that where it could be like still super innovative and like super creative but then yeah, there's also sure. a way you could like totally it could totally be super fake and you know the person uh, the next person is probably working twice as hard. Like you know, like yeah. our friends that make these pins do. They do them all by hand. They draw them. They shrink them. And then, but like you know, like I can definitely see where like it would be frustrating that it's like you know someone with access to a three D printer would, it, you know, it just wouldn't be there. That that certain like that element that you can't really like put into words. That like you know, oh like fuck, this is real. Like yeah. that's not there. I could totally see that. But shit, we're three D printing organs. Yeah, like synthetic organs. Yeah, that stuff is one of like kind of dope. Like and printing like, houses, people can three D print houses. Yeah, like, yeah, and like if you don't Let's ramp that up, if Home Depot <laughs> doesn't have a part that you need to build your fucking machine, then like you can design it yourself and print it. That's dope. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Well, last is Kanye West. I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye, chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals Kanye, I hate the new Kanye, the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, spazzing the news Kanye, I miss the sweet Kanye, chop up the beats Kanye, I gotta say, at that time I'd like to meet Kanye, see I invented Kanye, it wasn't any Kanye's, and now I look and look around and there's so many Kanye's. So I know people who think he's a genius. <clears throat> now... I don't know enough about Kanye West to, to agree, but I know enough about my friends that think he's a genius to know that there might be something to him. Because, uh, you know, like, my buddy Eddie from Fashion Jackson, super into Kanye West. Eddie's a really smart guy, and I trust the things he says. And I trust his analysis, and I trust, like, the thought that he puts into things. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, up until a conversation with him about Kanye West, I was like, well, I mean, yeah. just another guy but like <laughs> ever since like he started talking about it, like I'm still kind of like eh, but like I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's nothing there because yeah. I have no idea I've been telling people that they, I need to get like a, somebody needs to give me like the Kanye crash course yeah oh yeah because can I feel I, like I, I give you a mini Kanye crash course yeah <laughs> you're one of those guys can that I try to convince you yeah. give me the Kanye clinic I'm a huge Kanye I love Kanye I'm huge I, I love love and hate him because I think he's such a... I think the beauty of him is that he is, like, organized chaos. Yeah. He's the perfection of, like, yin, yin and yang. Yeah. He is a genius. He's also retarded. Like, he's also <laughs> an idiot. Like, he, he really is. Like, he, he's the, the perfect just thing. Like, wow. he's so wow. un... You cannot put him in a box, which is the greatest thing ever. Because every single person you talk to wants to put him in a box. 
I asked this question specifically my last question because I always want to hear That's true. what box people want to try to put them in. <laughs> I'm all about. And you're like you're like sitting here with an open box. Like I don't know which box to put them in. Which I don't like boxes. Cool. Yeah. I hate boxes. <laughs> Fuck a box. But like, Kanye, so the longest story is, and people don't know this, but when he was like five or six, his mom got some job in China. I think she was a teacher. So he moved to China. Really? Him and his mom. He was like five years old. Imagine just like you're five. And now you live in the middle of like Beijing. You don't. You can't even read. You can't read anything. You don't. Can't. You don't know what anyone's saying. Mm-hmm. You're like five. You can barely even read English, let yeah. alone like Chinese. You yeah. know, everyone you're now going to school with is like a different skin color than you, different religion, different culture, different people, different language. You have to be the biggest outsider of all time. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm the only person in your life that you could even like communicate with is your mom you know what I mean and she's probably yeah. too busy working to do that mm-hmm. so you're lost alone and confused and Kanye West figured out that if you dance he just mimicked Michael Jackson and James Brown moves that all the kids at school thought he was cool and then like people <laughs> on the streets would start throwing money on him you know oh my god so he starts getting this reinforcement that all you have to do is entertain people put yeah. smiles on people's faces and yeah. they'll react they'll yeah. react by giving you money yeah. By giving you attention, by yeah. giving you love and appreciation in a world where you're not able to do any of that because you're a five-year-old little kid with no, f- nothing. So it really, I think, shaped him. It shaped him and who he was to just like entertain and be entertained because that's all he really knew how to do. Wow. And I also, one time, there's a really good video out there of this like priest. I think he's a Catholic priest. And he explains, he like, breaks down this in-depth explanation of the album of called Jesus. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it's just crazy album. Mm-hmm. But he really breaks down how everyone assumes that album is about Kanye being like egotistical and saying like, I am, a, he has a God where he literally says, or he has a song where he says, I am a God mm-hmm. over and over again. And it almost sounds extremely blasphemous, like, oh, you're egotistical asshole, you know? Mm-hmm. But really, if you've listened to like the lyrics and the buildup and the setup of the song before it, into it, it's this whole song about how it's a transition of Kanye's just trying to be like an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is making him a god. Like, everyone else is putting him on a platform that he doesn't even want to be on in this, like, mythical sense. Like, everyone is now applying their own, like, imagination of, like, almost making him, like, a mythical god, even though he's just, like, sitting here, like, hey, like, I'm a human being. Like, I have emotions and feelings. But in people's minds, it's Kanye West. It's, you know, this big, legendary, like, yeah. idolized figure, you know? <clears throat> And so he embraced that and almost mocked it, you know? Yeah. And I think it's like that. Like, there's almost two sides of the story where you can listen to his music and come away thinking, like, what an egotistical asshole or, you know, whatever. But you can also, like, there's, like, an underneath underlying story and motivation to it as well that's actually, like, artistic and beautiful and deep. And he's, like, a weird living dichotomy because he embraces both sides of that. You'll hear him embrace both sides. You'll hear him be the dumb idiot troll that's, like, pretending to be an idiot or, like, pretending to be broke or like you know whatever right marrying kim kardashian right and then the other side of him is like actually he makes really good music and he actually organizes well he organizes people and ideas and businesses well together and he's a family man now it's like this crazy dichotomy of like he's fucking married to kim kardashian you know and then like actually he seems to be a really good father like (laughs) it seems like it's he's so weird and crazy like it's just such a weird dichotomy of everything you know where it makes doesn't make sense you know so it's hard to like put a box on them too it's my long-winded explanation yeah i like it do you think you could make me a playlist yeah of like 
Yeah. Like yeah. the essential Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah. I, you know, like, he's always fascinated me. That's for damn sure. Like, super interesting guy. The best is about. actually listen to people cover his music. Because his music can get a little, like, just kind of poppy and yeah. kind of mainstream, almost like, you know, you listen to, like, Stronger, that, that one song. Work it harder, make it oh. stronger, better, faster. You that's Kanye? It's um, Daft Punk. Oh, yeah, I thought that like, was Daft Punk. He remixed it, you know, like, like his, his version's the one that made it, like, on the radio, oh. you know, where oh, he's rapping Oh, I was wondering it. why that song changed, and I thought I was yeah. insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I was There's, crazy. like, the Daft Punk song that came out in, like, maybe in the 90s, late 90s, and then right. he remixed it in, like, 2003 or something, 2004. Got you. But it's almost like that song kind of is stupid. But if you listen to someone like cover it on piano and sing it, it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it almost like turns into like a, a different a spiritual song. You know, yeah. like, his music is oddly like that too. Like you take like um, the really good song. My favorite song is Ultralight Beam, and it's okay. good. It's like a spiritual. He puts a little choir over it. But if you hear someone like cover that song, it's almost like God. You're listening to someone like play the music of god it's so crazy <laughs> like it's just so beautiful on piano and then you listen to his version which is like beats 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 right beats. so it kind of like dumbs it down a little bit right but the notes are like really the the key right the note like what he wow. the music notes he's actually writing the lyrics he's actually producing are mm -hmm. beautiful he almost like i think makes it dumb on purpose just to get it on the radio you know the boom wow boom, boom, pop music <laughs> rap music wow <laughs> Something I believe like that. that. I think that that's just the beauty of him is he's just so loved and hated at the same time. He's this like dichotomy of good and bad, you know? Yeah, you call wrong. him the yin and yang. Like, I everything love that. is just about him. It's just so balanced. Opposite. Yeah, <laughs> an opposite, but balance, yeah. That is really so, yeah, fascinating. Those are my thoughts. So yeah, it's like one one month I actually kind of will get like annoyed and be like, all right, dude, like <laughs> this like weird marketing gimmick you're doing is your kind of annoying. relationship with him is yin yang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, yeah. wild. <laughs> so yeah, dude, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, in general, I just appreciate his. I think he is talented. I just appreciate his, you know, talent, just like a lot of other people out there that are producing art. <laughs> yeah, I want to contribute, but I think you'd like put that so beautifully. Yeah. Like I'm just like fuck, like. Well, yeah, that made perfect sense. <laughs> that made a lot of sense. <laughs> Sweet. For once in my life, I made it. <laughs> I made no, sense. And you know what? I'm going to give you that acknowledgement. Sweet. That was uh, very articulate. Yeah. Well, do more research on that. I think there's a real... I listened to a podcast that was kind of weird about it, but it was very factual about it, about the him in China. Mm -hmm. like, pieces a lot of things together. It's actually a really crazy, way more complex story than I said, you know? Interesting. That like, really shapes your mindset of like, oh, maybe that's why he's so crazy. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's almost like, oh, yeah, that's why he's like right. not like all of us. You know, that makes sense. I think that's true with a lot of people, too. Yeah, a lot oh, of people absolutely. like, you're like, oh, why, oh, Lady Gaga. Oh. And it's like, well, just stop and hear her story. What do you and mean you'll she's see not like how, me? You'll see how different of a life she had. Yeah. So it's like your question right now of like, how is she so different than me right now? Yeah. It's like, well, do you have time to sit down and hear her story? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You'll see why. You know? I've always loved her. She's crazy. I think that's just a lot of those wackos, you know, like yeah. quote unquote weirdos yeah. or crazies or whatever that end up like rising, you know, being there, yeah, there's a talented artist. disconnect that comes with like, um, seeing someone in like the public like media uh, eye like 
that you, you you sort of disconnect the the idea that they're you know someone with stories to tell and lessons to learn from, and you and, and you know because because it, it's a show, it's all a big show for you. So it's like when you're watching a show, you're not making sure that. <clears throat> All of the characters are okay because you know that it's all scripted, and you know. So it's like when you're exposed to like mainstream media and like mainstream celebrities that you've, I, I, from personal experience, it just feels like the same way. It feels like you can easily forget that, like, you know, as much of it, you know, may be scripted and maybe a show. Like it's also like these are all these are people with. Yeah, you you just you tend to want to be like, well, they're exactly yeah. like me. They're they're <laughs> just they're me, you know. They're me, and they, but they look yeah. weirder and uh, they have more money. And it's like, well, no, no never, not not even a people person on the street. And uh, and yeah, you've really opened my eyes to. Um, definitely, I want to hear some Kanye. I want to yeah, fuck with up, some Kanye now, up. man. Another one too. We'll keep it real short because I have Justin Bieber. So I talked to someone who knows. Yeah. Has, basically, I know someone who has hung out with Justin Bieber for right. a night, right. and knows someone who's like friends. Right. So like, kind of like knows the right. guy, you know, has hung out with him. Right. He said he's really fucking cool. He says super down to earth. Yeah. He says he's like one of the most normal, chill dudes ever. Yeah. He said it's almost crazy because you like you're like <gasps> Justin Bieber, right? And you're freaking out. And there's like security right. around, and it's like every you know you're, they weren't in yeah. public, but it's like I'm sure if you were in public, it's like every single fucking person on the streets turning and looking. You know, it's like yeah. The whole situation was crazy and weird, almost because everyone around him was making it crazy and weird. And he was like, Justin's like the most normal dude ever. And he said Justin he does all this like cherry work and all this stuff. And he like keeps quiet. And then the whole thing is like, doesn't he just suck? <laughs> well, like, he's <laughs> he like the first. Like, like his public, it's all just this weird thing where it's like this public appearance. He A, lives, he, you know, he doubled down on the public appearance to make money. Whatever's going to sell your records. Whatever's going to yeah. get your name. You yeah. Know. And then in secret, you're trying to be who you really are, like a yeah. person, you know? So yeah. your public appearance is almost like the bad boy, the heartthrob, the yeah. shithead, the, you know, the yeah. bad boy, the guy, the heartthrob that every like, 20-year-old girl wants to hook up with. Right. But the reality is I think he's actually just like a good guy. And he's just like yeah. trying to be an artist and like no one actually wants to hear his music. So he just does fake bullshit music that people write for him, you know? Right, right. But I think he was saying, my friend was saying, wait 10 to 20 years because Justin Bieber is going to turn out to be one of the coolest dudes ever. He's going to start to get so rich and famous that he can start actually doing what he wants to do and not what like his publicist is telling him to do or his label's telling him yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. What he, the media and all this shit. Like, they're like, he's actually a good guy and I think eventually in time it's going to come out. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, so all this stuff, I hear about all this stuff and I'm like kind of like going with an open mind, but still I'm like, I just hate his music. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I even kind of am opening my eye to like, maybe there is this like whole backstory to Justin Bieber. Maybe he's this cool guy. And yeah. Talented artist. Well, we saw his but backstory. But I still hate his music. Like I still... <laughs> That's a weird thing about Justin Bieber and uh, like... Because apparently he's, apparently he's a good guy. Apparently he's actually talented music and we'll see it. We're going to see it soon. Well, he's he was like an American free. treasure. <laughs> he was an American yeah. treasure. Like when, when he first, you know, he made it big like basically off of YouTube. Like, yeah, yeah. he was one of those dudes who, he was one of the first guys of this, like, generation where, like, we saw his whole, we saw his career from Start from the to, very yeah. beginning. Like, we didn't watch him, like, go through the, you know, uh, go through the motions, like, earn his stripes. He, he's a talented kid. 
he, you know, the internet noticed that, and then we watched him grow up. And so it's like, no matter how many mistakes he makes, we're still going to be like, he's like our kid. We're just going to be like, oh, well, you know, that's just Justin. And, you know, he's 20 now, so he's doing dumb shit. He's peeing in buckets. He's peeing in mop buckets, and he's spitting on fans. Like, like, no, like, we're going to scold him, but we're not going to, like, we're not going to dissociate from him because he's, like, our child, like, it's a product of us too. That's like exactly. That is like, exactly what it is. It's, like, it's almost like we want to hate him, but it's us that are doing it to him. Billion dollars. <laughs> like I was saying when we got in here, like I think he gives. He look it up. Thank he, God he, he only gives spit away on a lot people. to charity. He's a good guy. I think, thank honestly. God he only spit on people, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I He's had a hundred billion dollars, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would spit on people for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, he's handling it surprisingly well, being the biggest celebrity of our generation. He's a kid. I'm sure he's a sick dude because he's a product of us, like you said. And, like, we all suck, and yet we're all awesome at the same time. So, he's, uh, yeah, hook me up. Let's, let's hang out. Get him on the, get him on the podcast. Pass on the shout out and plug because I know that if I start, I'm gonna forget someone and then I'm gonna lose friends. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. But um, uh, yeah, you can find us on uh, Instagram primarily. That's where I like to do all the um, the social media stuff. Lefties underscore SD. That's L E F T I E S, not L E F T Y S. We do not affiliate with those pizza pie making bastards. Oh, left. Yeah, lefties. Uh, no, they're they're cool. They make good pizza. Uh, <laughs> you can also follow at G N O L A N G N O M E. Nolan Gnome. Um, <laughs> he's got his own Instagram. Uh, you know, it's not regulated. Uh, <laughs> they haven't shut him. They haven't shut him down yet. He hasn't been censored. No, yeah, thank God. He'll he'll he's the voice of the people. Um, catch him on the next episode of uh, Sean versus Planet. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, and catch him at Lefty Palooza. Yeah, if this Lefty is out Palooza, November 9th. If you were there, fuck yeah, I hope yeah. you had a good time. If you haven't been able to go yet, <laughs> if you haven't made it, uh, have a great time. And uh, uh, yeah, you can find us on Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud, pretty much all of the platforms right now. And uh, yeah. Sweet.
Thank you so much, man. Oh, yeah. yeah thank you. You're the fucking man. Thank you for putting up with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really excited for... Taking the time. I'm really excited for the things you have coming up. Uh, good luck in Nashville. Like, yeah. that's such a bold, like, courageous move. And, and that's, I think it's going to pay off. I think your hard work's going to pay off. Yeah.